Do you remember in grade school, like elementary slash middle school, when your teacher would pass out tests to random people and you would grade your peers' test? Do you remember that? Yes, I, I no, I and, don't actually. Okay, well, sometimes I'm sorry the about teacher, that noise, folks. the teacher would hand out tests and you couldn't have your own and you got a red marker and you got to correct the test. She would read the answers and you would correct them. And every child since birth has been a piece of crap because this is what we did. This is what we fed off of. You could be the, the nicest straight A as person. You could be straight A as the person. nicest lowest A as person. And we were all big A's, if you know what I'm saying. A holes. Because we always wanted when we got our test and it was the kid in the class that you knew was gonna get a bunch wrong. You got amped because you're like, I'm about to cut the hell out of this person down. I'm going to cut this person <laughs> you're gonna down. Cut him, no, you're going to cut him up? Actually edit that out. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to cut this person down and make me feel better about myself. Because if I, I want to see them suffer, I'm going to mark them down. Otherwise, it's boring. Oh, another right answer. You wanted at least three wrong answers. And if you got the, the... That's the dark side. If you got the person in the class that always got like A's no matter what, you hated that because you didn't get to do anything because you knew they were going to get them all right. But, but sometimes they would get some wrong that you knew you got right and you would just zap, you would so make elated. that mark count and you'd be like, suck, A, insert whatever. And <laughs> y'all, that was the best feeling and that is the epitome I of happiness. I never did that. Well, you I... should have. You had suck teachers then. Oh, how dare you. How dare How I? dare you. Hey, are you recording? We have this all on record. Are you recording? I'm gonna, who are your teachers? Are you recording? I'm, yes, we're are on record recording? here. Okay, well, we have a newer hope. Female Luke. Defective stormtroopers. Broken ships. Sand. A deathier star. All of this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from a galaxy far, far away. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, thanks, Joel, for bringing us in yet again. This is another new episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. And I just want to mention, Joel, he's been our... You know, our intro guy for quite a while. He's looking for some voiceover stuff. So if you need a golden set of pipes to voice over your video, contact us and we'll get him in touch with you. Or if you're not doing a video but like a podcast oh, like yeah, us, yeah. anything you need a voice for that's good, him, Joel yes. Powie. That's P A U Powie. Okay. P Owie. That reminds me of when my sister and I went to the, the <laughs> Spider-Man on Broadway with my aunt and uncle. And there were these French people behind us talking. And my aunt's like asking my sister, how do you say, Shh, how do you say be quiet in French? My sister looks, shh. <laughs> just, just like, shh. Merci. <laughs> Anyways, so yes. Welcome back to another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Christian, and this is my compatriot over here, 
Spencer, hi, how are you? Do you want to know what we're about? Yes. If you haven't figured it out yet, I've said it every episode, and mm -hmm. I will say it every episode in case you start with this one, which don't. But if you do, whatever. It's, you watch whatever you want. Listen to whatever you want. We are the sequel men, as you've heard. What we're going to do over the course of this podcast, which will hopefully, la hopefully last forever, is take you on an adventure and adventures through Hollywood's many film franchises, whether they're good or bad. We're starting with a good one. We started with Star Wars. We're That's starting a big with one of the franchise. best. Leading up to... Arguably the best. Yes. Oh, wait. Well, Leading up to the big release of Rise of Skywalker. So we are going to break it down. Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. Give our thoughts. Add some humor. In, insight. All that. There's going to be a, a secret headcanon character spotlight that I'll throw in that you'll never know. You'll never see it coming. Coming. And that's yep. Trevor that's Slattery's new, in the movie too. Yep, that's your new head cannon and real cannon. And at the end of the franchise, we will be ranking them on a scale that I have created called the Finn scale, which we all know if we went to film school is artistic for the end, and it is also the final important. Oh, necessary scale. So that's what you've meant this whole time. Yeah, some people put I Finn. Feel like an, I feel like foreign. an idiot. It's foreign. I thought you were talking like I'm doing a pun on Finn, like Finn and Ray. No, Finn. No, no, oh, no. The Finn man, scale I'm we're so going to be stupid. using the, the I entire got you podcast. Now. I got you. And it's we I each secretly, individually rate each movie of the franchises on a scale of 1 to 100, and then we reveal them to each other and then do a little averaging out to see the over the average score at the end of the franchise. Yeah. And that's yeah. coming up in a couple days. Couple days. Speaking of which, we're a couple days away from the rise of Skywalker. I am so excited. So excited. You could say it's the rise week and it's that movie's not the only thing that's rising. Rise and shine. Is that okay? <laughs> okay. We don't need that. Our we listeners do. don't need to see We that. do. Well, they don't see it. It's a podcast. Well, I know. They have imaginations. It's a penis joke. Okay. So. Anyway, speaking of which, you know what? Last week, we had a really, we sounded like General Grievous recording, didn't we? We were yeah. hacking away. It's like, oh it my God. It was a rough one. It was rough. But today, we're all healed up. We feel a lot better. And first, before we kick off through the acts, I just want, let's do some brief introductions of how we got into like this new sequel trilogy. How we? How did we find out? How did you react what happened? Thank you for bringing that up. I'll go first. Since you have you a very interesting story. I do. Well, it's not that interesting. It was, it's just a really cool, like it's a fan to fan connection. So our, but the voice, Joel, at the top of the show, you heard, he and I worked at, on the, on, at the same on-campus job at Grand Valley. That's in Allendale, Michigan for the, the out-of-towners. It's a great college. I love it. I had fun. It was a good time. <clears throat> good four years. Yeah. I actually went four and a half or five. I don't I, remember. I did the But same. I graduated. Anyway, the night that it was announced, nobody knew what that it was coming out. There wasn't like a, well, there's rumors of a Star Wars movie coming out. No, Disney Boom, bought them and they were just surprise. like, hey, there's going to be an episode seven. And it was all over. I peed a little bit probably. And I'm like, yo. And this was at night after I was home and I wasn't on campus. So I couldn't celebrate with anybody because my wife, fiance at the time wasn't she's not a star wars fan and that's fine god bless her but she's missing out <laughs> so the next day i joel by the way is a huge huge huge, huge. star wars fan like huge. knows everything you need to know he had a, a 
uh, radio uh, show yeah. about it even. Unfortunately. That I was on it. Christian was on it. That's yeah, where Christian yeah. and I met. So Star yes. Wars brought us together. But sidebar, that was a sidebar. How perfect that we're starting with this. Thing. It is perfect. Poetic. It brought us together like for poetry. this podcast. It's like poetry. And it brought us together it in rhymes. life. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day, I show up to work. He's already there. He's with somebody else. We walk in the commons area. He's mid-conversation with the girl we're working with. He sees me. His eyes get big. My eyes get big. There's no words exchanged. We go, yeah. We high five. And I, I'm pretty sure we hug and go, can you believe it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm hyped. Never mentioning what we're hyped about, but we know our our female coworkers just like, what? And I'm just like, you don't, dude, tell her. And then he told her and we're like, episode seven, they're bringing it back. Star Wars is back. Yes. And it was just a really cool moment between Ten two years. fans and friends that no words had to be said. We locked eyes and knew instantly what the other person was Man. reacting about. It was awesome. 10 years. I wasn't with anybody. I, like you, I didn't have really have anybody to share it with except through messages. Yeah. Like, But I was in my bedroom. I was doing something on my computer. I was sitting on my bed doing something on my computer and I refreshed porn? the page. No, I was not doing oh, okay. porn. <laughs> I was reading IGN and I just suddenly refreshed the page to see what news articles like were popping up. And at the very top, it was I think it was a thumbnail of Darth Vader uh, for... <clears throat> excuse me, from Revenge of the Sith. And it said, Disney purchases Lucasfilm for $4 billion. New trilogy in the works. And I was like, what? Like, yeah. and then I refreshed again to make... <laughs> and it was still there. And I was like, this is not a... Is, what, what day is it? What year is it? No, it's not April. It's not April 1st. This is real. And I thought we would never, ever get an episode seven. And I was very shocked because... Historically, uh, George is very, 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 very protective of Star Wars, yeah. very protective of the license and what he does with it. So I was very surprised to read that he sold it to Disney. Yeah, just uh, guys, don't uh, we're not going to make any more uh, uh, episodes, right? If I sell this to you, it's just going to stay out as. Uh, yeah, George, definitely, definitely not going to use your <laughs> episodes. OK, uh, I'm sorry, mine or at all. We're not going to continue your story. We're going in a different story. direction. We're not going to continue your story, for sure. We promise. Okay, uh, it's a deal then. Because we have our own plans. Gotcha. And then he shook the hands <laughs> and they sold it. I but think it's, yeah. It, it was a good day. George I, is fine now, probably. He's, I don't know. I, he might have had a hand in episode nine. Maybe. That's what the rumor is. But, hey, you know, they, they took and picked, you know, his treatments were sold with the rights and he kind of expected them to use aspects of it or use the whole entire thing but they that's didn't. not what they did and so i guess that's he got pretty upset about that and that's understandable but i think they took aspects of it and implemented have, it a little but bit. i imagine this to be the conversation um you you want some input you sold it to us right yeah okay um you you're the guy you you wrote directed the prequels and he's like, oh, yeah, I did those. He goes, yeah, we're going to do it on our own. Thanks, though, buddy. But you're welcome on set. <laughs> I think it was a creative consultant, but... They didn't listen to I'm him. not sure how uh, much guys, of consulting he was doing. Maybe we doing. should uh, have more uh, tauntauns in the seat. George, just, we're not, we're not, we're moving on. We're not doing CGI stuff anymore. I know no. he did a little bit of stuff with the concept artwork before the movie came out. 
and he like I don't know if this is an official capacity, but he gave like his fabuloso stamp to a piece of artwork that Doug Chang or some other artist at Lucasfilm made, and it was of Luke's temple Ooh. in the you know pre-production, and it w- it looked very prequely, very oval, egg shaped. That was something that George really liked. But they didn't use it because they, they didn't burned use it down. It. They literally burnt his temple down. No, it wasn't even the temple that he taught at. It was an Octo, the planet oh. that he's secreted okay. away. But That's for the next episode. No, at the... Okay, oh, man, I did it. We're, we don't know where Luke is. You didn't what hear even, anything. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a mind trick over what the mic. What movie are we talking about even today? These, we, we don't even know. I know. Leading us into the sequel trilogy, we're talking about Star Wars The Force awakens and boy does it awaken hard very hard so hard do you want to get into it let's let's Just go. uh let's get into it let's, let's go Act let's get one. into it first of all let me just say if you're watching this movie as a fan for the first time if you didn't have a little bit of welling up in your eyes are you really a fan because i almost think the anticipation of a new Star Wars movie whenever it comes out of that where it shows the Lucas films and then a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away and then there's that pause. I missed the 20th Century Fox though. No, nah, well then. And then there's that pause. And then... Dude, everybody was just like, we're crying. <laughs> but with this one, it was different because there was such a long wait and we didn't know... We didn't know anything about this. So we were just amped and it came on and there was the pause and the everybody cheered and it was so awesome everybody cheered. Luke is missing first time in 10 years that we ever seen Luke is that. missing and he's missing and we're gonna find him and we open another great beautiful shot of this star destroyer eclipsing this blue planet and the flickering lights start going when you hit when you're inside the ship and you see these stormtroopers with a newly designed outfit and you're like this is badass new new parallel to new hope yeah and it's awesome ring theory and, ding 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 and take a shot every time christian mentions the ring theory <laughs> that's a new drinking game for this for, we're gonna be asleep by the end of the i no. thought yeah i thought and i don't know who it was aimed at but the ship as it was entering kind of looked like a middle finger I know it wasn't, but it looked like a middle finger, just the outline. I was like, <laughs> "Really?" <laughs> to me, it did. Okay, I, I, but it wasn't. So we land on this planet, and Poe Dameron, who we learn about later, but he's talking these. Okay, we don't know these two characters yet. <gasps> I just thought of something. What? The first real character that we're introduced to is BB-8. Just like the first oh, real yeah, characters that we in. see in A New Hope are oh. C-3PO in R2. Nice. That's a good parallel. And it's just him. And you're like, this cute little soccer ball droid, I think is the actual technical term. He comes rolling in <laughs> and Poe, who is this young gun, and he's talking to this old guy, uh, Lore Santeca. And he, they're talking about this thumb drive that has Luke's whereabouts. And we know, okay, they know Luke. Luke is a legend at this point. <laughs> And then stormtroopers land, and Poe and BB-8 take off on his sweet, awesome X-wing, painted black and orange, has a racing stripe. It's dope AF. And this is the first time. It's this not... scene is the first time that we see like real-world wartime situations. Well, it's kind of like guerrilla warfare. Yeah, the stormtroopers are coming in this innocent, coming in to this innocent village, and these villagers they're getting 
taken hostage and getting shot and killed for no reason except to just inflict fear and dominance. And this is the yeah. First Order. It's not the Empire. It's not the Emperor. It's the First Order. And we see this one stormtrooper, and he's aiming, and he's like, I'm not going to shoot, and he goes rogue. He has feelings for a falling comrade, and the comrade reaches his hand up and leaves a bloody handprint on the guy's mask. And you're like, this this, this character is going to be special, I think. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's because he is, I don't know, but we're going to find out. I don't know where I was going with that. We get Kylo yeah. Ren, <laughs> this Darth Vader Jr., with a sweet, he has really good theme music. I remember him coming down. It's so cool. And then Kylo confronts Lore, the old guy, who we don't know. And he's essentially... Who we don't know. We Family don't. friend. We're about Family to. Friend. He and Lore have this history, it seems. And he's like, look how old you've become. And Lore's like, it's not as bad as what's become of you. <laughs> I know your real history, and guys... I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> so all the villagers are killed, but before this happens, this, so lore, right. this lore guy, who is he? Who is he? Lore? I know who he is, because he's tonight's headcanon character spotlight. And guys, this is the earliest I've ever done it. This is revolutionary. <sighs> so this gentleman does not get the screen time that he or the audience deserves. He's obviously very important and has a history with Luke and his family, but who is he? Is he someone significant from their past? Is he simply a random family friend? We don't know. But what if we do? What if we have seen this man before? Perhaps he's a clone who resisted Order 66 and lived out his life in the shadows, much like Obi-Ben Kenobi. No, that's not epic enough. We know he knows Luke (laughs) and Leia, and he knows Leia as royalty, So, he's known her since she was Princess Leia. That means he was probably present in New Hope, which means he was present in the original trilogy in some capacity. He was close enough with Luke to have obtained a piece of the map of his whereabouts. I'm not going to go as far as to make a crazy family tie to the Skywalkers, but maybe he is of relation to someone else we know. He clearly is close with Kylo's side and knows his history and knew him before his turn to the dark side. Kylo's a big fan of his grandfather on his mother's side. But as we see in the opening scene, not so much a fan of his grandfather on his father's side. Could it be? No way, you say to yourself. (laughs) He and Han don't even have the same last name. But what if they do? Remember Han Solo's spinoff movie showed how he got his last name given to him by a random Imperial Army recruiter? Han Santeca has a ring to it, don't Han you think? Han Santeca. Everybody has a big father reveal in Star Wars. It's time Han Solo gets one too. Mr. Lore Santeca. He grew to become a confidant to the Skywalkers initially through his guilt of never being there for his son until much later in life. Luke trusts Han, therefore he trusts Lore. It makes sense. They both even have three letters in their name. Oh, Thank you, man. ladies and gentlemen. That's the strongest piece of evidence in there. Sure is. Three letters. Lore, mm-hmm. Han. Lore, Han. Maybe it's Lair, Han. Han, Lair. Anyway, good, Kylo, good before, before, as Kylo, he kills Lore, just strikes him down right in cold blood, and Poe's like, no, and he shoots, and his blaster, this is something we've never this seen before. This is one of the coolest Kylo shots. holds his hand out, stops the laser in midair, and it's just chilling there. 
And he then brings, he holds it there. He holds it there without even thinking about it the whole time he's talking to Poe. And Poe's like, who talks first? You talk first? I talk that first. That would be funny if we opened with that. There, that who talks be. first? Me talk <laughs> first. You talk first. Missed opportunity. You do the apparatus. <laughs> oh, I love, I love it. And here's the thing. Sometimes this humor may could have not fit or it could have not hit, but it really sets the tone for this character. I love it. Because he almost says what the audience is, is thinking. Like, okay, in these situations, like, who talks for Come on. Stop doing this. Who's, we're going to get this thing over with. Also, I can't hear you talking through your little helmet apparatus. And it's just a funny line because he makes fun of him to his face. But Kylo takes him hostage. Uh, BB-8 watches from a distance as he travels through the desert. Oh, uh, as the villagers are being killed, Kylo just lets the laser that he's been holding in the air go and it blows up a thing. And it blows up that like metal. No, I don't even know what it is. I think Whatever. it's a moisture, moisture evaporator. Device. I yeah. bet it is. And then we get the defecting stormtrooper takes off his helmet. And he's clearly distressed and he's not fond of this job. In fact, I would go as far as to say he was maybe in waste management or something and then got thrown in because somebody got sick. I think that's what happened. <laughs> He's told to put his helmet back on. He's like, okay. By who? Captain Phasma, who which is I a... have begun to not like as a character. Here's the thing. She serves so much to this plot and the next movie she, I'm so glad we're introduced to her because without <laughs> Very her, important. Without her, one of the central conflicts does not take place. The power struggle in the waste management department. <laughs> we, no. we know this for sure. I just know her character. She didn't bother me at first, but now she just, I don't know. She's like that annoying side character who, like your boss who comes up. And did I tell you you could take a break? Put that oh, helmet back on and get back to work. And, she is, she's on a power trip. It, it's annoying. I it's mean, like Huck's her character could have been cool, like cooler than Boba Fett. That's for sure. But I, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll talk a little more about her later. But just right off the bat, she's not very likable. Could have been cool. I mean, and she serves her no armor is really cool. Yeah, and but, that's it. And she was really hyped up in. Like the, the promo materials, the promo. And we the, thought she was going to be a yeah. major player in this, not at all, actually. I mean, I mean, well, we'll see in the next movie, like you said. Oh yeah, she has is a she, big part. She does have a bigger part, as he eye rolls. <laughs> we cut to this scavenger on this other planet, and she, this scavenger, this person, is swinging through, and she has a cool mask on, and just these desert-looking clothes to protect her from the sun, and. It's revealed that she is zipping through this yeah. old crashed star destroyer, and it's scavenging this is awesome. for parts. I actually, this is a theme that you'll hear in uh, these movies. Well, the prequels in this movie, this scene specifically is. I wanted more of this. I wanted more of her <laughs> scavenging through this star destroyer for yeah. stuff. But we get a couple swings. It's fine. It's good. A you couple get, swings and yeah, you you <laughs> some get, walking. Yeah. You, you it's get, cool. You it's get cool get to see the ruins of an old Star Destroyer. And how huge it is. Like, especially 30 years after Return of the Jedi came out. It's like, yeah. oh, man, this is the point we're at in the story. Yeah. And she, when she gets out, it shows her standing in front of it and what it is. That's when it's revealed, when she gets out and she takes her yeah, mask off and gets a drink. And when you hear her theme coming in with the I flute. I like her theme. You know what it reminds me of? 
Belle's what? theme from Beauty and the Beast. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll maybe I'll play a clip at the end or something. But it I like mm. it. I like it a lot. I like and she slides down the sand on an old uh probably Chevy truck hood is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess Chevy truck I think. No. <laughs> like a, a 67. It's like a 67 Chevy truck yeah. hood. Yeah. <laughs> sand sledding. Yeah. She likes the sand. She and right there <laughs> our first difference between her and Anakin. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I like sand. It's everywhere. It's coarse. And you can sweat and, in and, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, awesome. Anyway, and then you get the shower. She's like speeding uh, past the Star Destroyer. Another yeah. another rat cage. Oh, yeah. And then the X-Wing in the foreground. I think that's There's a real thing. You didn't notice that? I guess I didn't notice There's that. There's an X-Wing. I'm going to go back and look. In the foreground. But yeah, she has a bunch of junk that she found, and she goes to try to sell it to this big old alien, uh, Unkar Plutt. Unkar Plutt. And she, he shortchanges her. He's like, one quarter portion. And she's but like- But yesterday they were worth a quarter portion each or something. And he says, I own you. <laughs> or something. He goes, do you want to go to the sex chamber? She says no, and she's like, then take, no. take the quarter portion. No. And she goes, fine. So she eats so alone she takes in the her quarter hut. portion. No. <laughs> so she takes the quarter portion, luckily. This is Ray, by the way, the main Ray. character. She's yes. like the female Luke. She's Ray. She named herself that, I believe. Interesting. Uh, ego much? So she eats alone in this practical effect of bread. Rising. Yeah, that's cool. She didn't actually eat it though. I thought she because did. I read that it's actually really disgusting and probably dangerous to eat, mm. like to consume. Probably. But then they cut away, and it's actually probably just a piece of bread. Yeah. Or but it's really cool that that's a real effect. That it's almost like they were showing us. They only used that shot to show us, hey, hey, we're look not going to rely do. on CGI. This is I, real. That's probably part of it. Yes. But so I like. It, what were you, I'm sorry. What no, were you no, say? no. I just I was just gonna say how much I liked it again. The little middle ah, finger yes. to CGI. I like it too. And then before uh, before during the whole sequence, you see her like scratching on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like how many Another days she's day. been there? Yeah. Another day. It's like the entire. You don't see the whole wall, but you can see that's a lot. She's got a little uh, voodoo rebel doll. Spooky voodoo. She's got there. Yeah, that she made. I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, she, she has did. A, a rebel helmet. Yes. A pilot helmet, and she puts it on. And it's all dirty, and she's eating and looking through, and she sees a spaceship in the sky. That reminded me of Luke in episode four. Like, yeah. and how naive he is. And playing with his little toy. Playing with his toy, playing, like, That's... the lightsaber's a toy, and That's he's playing catch. with his little ship. Yeah. View, view, view. Another but... parallel. Ding, ding, ding. <clears throat> Take another swig. Thank you, Christian. Let me say. <laughs> We've cut a lot out of the podcast. You just marine theory. I'm just kidding. We haven't cut anything out. I just want to apologize in advance for all these mouth noises that I feel yeah, like keep weird. making. I'm sorry. I'm going to try weird. and stop. That's okay. Just open your mouth when you speak. Open your mouth when you speak. Open it up because you got to, Misty. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, it's revealed she has made a hut inside of a rundown, broken A-T-A-T. Oh, A-T-A-T. A-T-A-T. All-terrain armor transport. That's the camel one. You might also know it from the camel one wearing Crocs in the Family Guy episode. (laughs) (laughs) So she saves saves BB-8, by the way, from the same alien. Yeah, from Tito. That's just Tito. And she can understand him. 
the the droid. She can understand everybody. She knows every language <laughs> known to man. She's probably a droid herself. She's a synth. A <laughs> No, I can't. A humanoid sent here to become Jedi Master. Kylo tortures Poe and gets the info about BB-8 and Luke's map. Takes him a little bit, but he gets it because he's just, he's powerful. Then we go back to Ray. Something else we haven't seen in the Force. Oh, yeah, torture. The what he did. Trying to get information from his head. What he did and he with the map. It. Tell me. That's not no one has been ever, what anybody no one has been able like. to get out of you. What you did with the map. <laughs> Where, and then, well, here, actually, deleted scene. I don't know if you knew this. I forgot to mention it. There's a scene where it shows how he got the map, and Poe, like, takes out his backpack, and the little, uh, the the little thumb drive just comes out and he goes, I'm the map, I'm the map, no. I'm the map, I'm the map, I'm the map. Poe and then the Kylo's Explorer. like, thank you very much. And he takes it and then the map goes, where are we going? And he goes, well, you, you can't do that. You have to stop it. That's probably copyright. You cannot do that here. No singing. This is not a musical. I just need the piece of the map. So shut it. And the map goes, okay. And then we get, <laughs> that was so stupid. Now, why did you go off on that? I don't, because it's tangent. stupid and it's fun. I thought of it. Come it back. In. Turn around. So Ray almost sells BB-8. Yeah. For a for lot food. of fucking portions. He's like, oh, that right there? We Here's see a her. portion. Here's a portion. Here's a portion. Here's a billion portions. It kind of goes back to that attitude towards droids where they're not respected, like in A New Hope. I can't get no like, respect. You're not, they're not allowed in here. Like, get those droids out of here. And she kind of acts that way towards him at first. Yeah. And, and then she like, kind of warms that's... up to him and feels bad for it. And is like, I'm not, you know. That's a lot of instant bread that yeah. I can buy with these portions. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I can buy well, a but... decent speeder. She wasn't even thinking about the selfishness of getting the food. She looked back and was like, oh, man, I can't just turn him over. Mm-hmm. I got to help him. Anyway, so I'm going to take this. I don't says, want the food. Just give me the two, and then I'll leave. And then Uncle Plot's like, follow that droid, or whatever he says. He wants Follow it. that girl. Yeah, the girl. The I want that droid. Good junk. <laughs> because he actually, another deleted scene, he is the manager of a minor league desert soccer team and uh they uh, are upgrading their balls so he, he actually just wants <laughs> i'm sorry that he actually just wants uh bb8 because no. he resembles a ball yeah they're well it's a new regulation in sand soccer we need a new they ball need a bigger for ball. the tournament yeah they, that's perfect replacement yeah because the smaller ball it doesn't roll as well in the sand so they need bb8 it's just a thing fit nope Defecting stormtrooper, we're back with him on the base, and he takes his helmet no, off. No, the cat's again. out of the bag now. Yeah, that's. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you his name yet. I'm going to let Poe do that, and he takes Poe, and he's like, "Come with me. You're under a. Come on," and and then he takes his helmet off. He goes, "Do you? Are you a pilot? Do you not fly?" He's like, "I need." I'm a pilot. A pilot. Yeah, and then Poe is like, or he's like, "I." Poe's like, "Why are you doing this? Why are you helping me?" And he goes, "Cause it's the right thing to do." And then Poe says, you need a pilot. And he goes, I need a pilot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty funny. I like the next scene where, and that's kind of a mirror too with A New Hope when he rescues him. This is something pointed out in a, I think they pointed out in another RFR. um, No, you hear the Luke's theme. Oh, kind of like, oh, I, you're a little short for a stormtrooper, that sort of thing. Like, I'm here to rescue Mm. you. That sort of mirror. The next scene where. No, no, no. 
there's more to this little I know, interaction. I know, I know, I know. Okay. I'm just saying in the next scene, where the next shot where the, he's walking him to the tie. Oh, okay. And he's like, uh, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. And then Paul's like, I am calm. I wasn't, I was talking to myself. Like, <laughs> it shows he's nervous. He's not a fighter. No, he's no. He's cool though. I think he's my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. Let me just sidebar. I, no, I'll say it at the end. But remind me that I want to talk about how much I love the three new main characters and how they pulled it off and you didn't think they could. I might as well say it now. All the three main characters, Poe, Finn, Ray, I love them all. I was nervous about getting brand new characters with no connection to anybody, but I love them. And this movie made me love them because they all, I just loved them. I loved every, their, all their motivations, everything about them. They were all cool. They all made sense to me. So did they just become best friends? I think they did. Poe flies a TIE fighter in, in while they're up in the air. He's like, what's your name? And Finn's like, the or this stormtrooper's like, ah, the only name I ever got called was FN number, number, number. And he's like, FN, that's dumb. I'm calling you Finn. How's that sound to you? I'm calling you Finn. And he goes, that's your new name. That's and he goes, yeah, name. yeah, I like that. He goes, good, because that's what I'm calling you. I'm Poe. He goes, nice to meet you, Poe. And he goes, nice to meet you too, Finn. Now let's kill some bad guys. They crash land on Jakku. Everybody dies in a fiery crash. So after the crash, Finn walks for miles alone in the desert until he finds a little trading. He finds the wreckage and is like, crap, yeah. Poe's dead. I'm going to take his jacket. Yeah, new jacket. I love a free new jacket. <laughs> He puts it on even though it's uh, 8,000 degrees on this planet to shield himself from the sun. He sees a little trading post village, uh, the... It's where uh, Nima from. Outpost. Nima Outpost. And he's like, they might have water. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to go ahead and go down there. He, Ray, he sees Ray fighting off some dudes trying to steal BB-8. BB tells Ray that Finn has his master's jacket. And Finn pursues him. And and he lies about being in the resistance. Finn's like, I, you've never seen a resistance well, this is what they look like. Yeah. They look like me. I'm a, I'm a resistance. I'm, I, I am resistance. Yeah, and BBA doesn't really believe him. He gives this he look like, yeah, I am the resistance. And he tells BBA that Poe died. And we're like, mm. well, I really like that character. Ow, stop it. When <laughs> <laughs> he zaps him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then. Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Before uh, that, when Ray Ray gets attacked by the dudes. The dudes. Who want the droid. Because Unkar wants the the droid. So these guys that he hired goes after her, attacks or tries to take the droid away. And then she saves BB and she looks over. BB's like, hey, I see this guy over there. He stole my master jacket, like you said. Yeah. And then Ray's like, who? That guy? Is that the guy? The way she runs at him with that expression, like she doesn't even know the guy. And she's like, her face just cracks me up every time. She's like, Argh. like, and I just picture Finn like, what the f like, yeah, she chases him down. She's looking at him like a maniac, and he doesn't know what to think. She's like, he's like, I haven't even met this lady. <laughs> She's I, running after me. Like, I guess I'm a chick magnet now. It'd be like if you were walking down the sidewalk, and you turned over, and you saw someone running at you with, like, gritted it's teeth. Like, <laughs> Sidebar, can I tell you a story? It's actually happened to me. Really? It was my first day, fifth grade. I just moved to a new school, and there's this kid who is the... Uh, later found out he... Uh, he had one of those uh, parole bracelets, ankle bracelets. In fifth grade? So, no, no, no. I saw him later in life. I'm like, well, oh my, my how the turntables. You said that? No, I did not. I am not a douche. Uh, well, I am, but I'm not. It wasn't in that instance. Anyway, he probably is fine now. He turned out great. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not judging you if you've been to prison. You you all are forget. 
You you just keep people, talking yourself. <laughs> people, I know people that have been through the prison system, and they're not bad people. That doesn't make you a bad person. What I just said, and don't cut that out, people need to know. You make mistakes. That's okay. You do the time, and you did the crime. We're moving on to Star Wars. <laughs> So yes, tangent let's, over. Okay. Anyway, first grade. This has been a message. PSA by Spencer King. First day of fifth grade, this kid comes up to me. He's the school bully, but he's like oddly like nice about it. He's like, hey, are you the new kid? I'm like, yeah, hi, I'm my name. He goes, hey, um, if I see you at recess, I'm going to smear you. I'm like, I, like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I'm just going to have to lay out. And I was like, okay, this is initiation. <laughs> like, literally, that's what he said to me in fifth grade with his posse behind oh, him. Man. Just that, so calm, like, it's just, ah, okay, and then it'll be over. That <laughs> is like SpongeBob yeah. with flats to flounder. Yeah. I'm going to have to kick your butt. So, fast Mrs. forward. Mrs. <laughs> fast forward, it's recess. Flats told me he's going to kick my butt. And he does. <laughs> no, fast forward to recess that day. He's playing football with his friends. I come out with my who, this I, with my buddy that befriended me, and he sees me from across the playground mid play, sees me, runs at me. He's a bigger kid, so it's not <laughs> fast. So I have time. I put my new best friend in front of me. Oh, he takes no. the blow. Oh. That's it. The kid gets up and walks away. The kid that I put in front of him. Ended up becoming my best friend throughout middle school, high school, and he was the best man in my wedding. <laughs> yeah, that's a true story. Shout out Justin Van Sickle. Thanks for taking that blow for me, buddy. Appreciate it. Love you. <laughs> Listen to our podcast. True story. A hundred percent. Anyway, awesome. Finn, Ray, they're chased by stormtroopers and eventually... They run pet. They're like, we need a ship. And Finn's like, that one. Ray's like, that's a piece of junk. And you don't see what ship it is. And then another ship blows up. And like, the piece of junk will work. And it's the mother fudging Millennium Falcon. Second Falcon. biggest cheer moment in the premiere. Oh, it was awesome. It was, it was awesome. awesome. It was cool. And they I like how in. you hear the ba ba yeah. when you see it's it. So cool. And then Ray shows how smart she is and how skilled she is with literally everything. And she does cool flipping maneuvers and an amazing, this is the best camera shot where the camera like goes on the one from the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they zigzag through the wreckage of the star destroyers. And let me pause right the hell here. Cause I get the sense with her flying that she isn't just good at everything. And this is one of the biggest critiques of this movie is that she's a, what is it? A Mary Sue. Yeah. First of all, shut up. Because <laughs> she has been on this planet on her own for at least 20 years, and she's not even flying it that great. So you can't just say, oh, she's good at everything. She's not a great flyer. Yeah, I get... She's learning on the fly. It makes sense that she would at least have a general understanding of how a ship works, because she clearly knows, oh, that's, she has a history. Well, she that's worked a piece with Unkar Plutt yes, she's on, worked ships on ships and in the junkyard and new outposts. And so she paid attention to how they work. I think in one of the comics, too, she actually flew with the Falcon around a little bit. Probably. But like you said, she's become self-sufficient somewhat on this planet. She's had to live there since she was little. She's an orphan, yes. as far as we know at this point, and she survived this long. She's not... She's not... She's not overpowered. No. The director... They didn't write her that way because she's a woman and we need to make up for and all we'll the... we'll get into that later on. Let's get in it right now. No, we're going to get in it right now. 
They need to hear this. They can't. People might okay, skip the you end. You say your piece, and then I'll talk about mine at the end. Women. Okay, she's not overpowered because she's a woman. This makes sense because she's had to live on her own. Like I said, she's had to learn to survive. Oh, she's overpowered. She can take down. Yeah, she's had to fight people probably for her stuff, for her hut, and for her food. Yeah, she people didn't just to become overpowered. She's learned over time. Okay, I need to learn how to fly stuff because I might need it someday. I need to learn how to make food. I, I need to learn to how to be self-sufficient. <clears throat> exactly. She's not overpowered. She's she watched a lot of stuff. dual survival on uh, Discovery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she gets cable on Jakku. But it you it makes me... Okay. Feminism doesn't mean that women or dudes think, oh, women are better, we're better. They're, it just means they're equal. They can do whatever dudes can do for the most part. And this proves that, and it's. And I don't want to. All the people that are criticizing it are dudes that are probably just a little uh, self-conscious. Get over it, as you would say. Just get over it. Uh, move on. Your penis is small. I don't care. <laughs> she is badass. You're jealous if you think she's just overpowered and good at everything. She's not just good at everything. She knows how to work a ship because she's had to work on them over the course of twenty years. Man. So she's flying. That really some sweet maneuvers. <laughs> so she's flying. She's not so overpowered I for the sake. <laughs> she's not overpowered for the sake of of being overpowered and making it. Be- oh, she's a woman and blah blah blah. Oh well, even if she was, because we finally get a strong female character that does something in one of these freaking movies. So they get hyped, and Finn is gunning these people down, and she does this cool well, maneuver with the gun is stuck. First. Yeah. yeah. And then they get hyped and like, you were there and I was going, what's your name? I don't even know your name, but you were shooting him and I was shooting him. Bow, bow. I'm Ray. And he goes, I'm Finn. And then that's the end of act one. Yeah. So let's go. Ouch. Hit myself. <sighs> so let's go over a little bit. Uh, calm down, Spencer. I know you, you you exhausted yourself a little bit there. I actually Calm did. it down. Take it down a notch. Bring take it down. over for a little bit. Okay. So first thing, you forgot the clone army little mentioned by... Uh, Yes, I did. Kylo, and he's like, well, should we use a clone? Perhaps he should have used a clone army. He's like, don't question my methods. General Hux, who we're introduced to, redhead, General Hux. Remember the little boy from from the Phantom Menace, the little redhead? Let's go play ball. And this is him now. Feel old yet? (laughs) (laughs) That's him. (laughs) But uh, no, we're kidding. We're kidding. That's another uh, headcanon. If but, you were uh, listening to the Phantom Menace episode, I mentioned that in my headcanon yeah. spotlight. <laughs> that was, yes, good callback. Thank you very much. But uh, I like Kylo Ren's like, I'll leave that to you when uh, he's like, it's. we found it in a BB unit down on the surface or whatever. After Finn and, after Finn and Poe get down on the surface. Yeah, I didn't even mention Hux, Hux and Kylo yeah. and Snoke. We get Snoke. He's a hologram. He's Holy big. Holy crap. He's evil. We forgot about Snoke. He's the supreme leader. I don't think we met him yet. We. I thought... Okay, let's pretend we did. Uh, they, he, they, Hux and Kylo are before him, and he's like the Palpatine. He's like big, bad, messed up face. Anyway, now we know who he is. Well, we don't. We never really know who he is. But anyway, <clears throat> backtrack a little bit. Not when I say backtrack. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that I'll leave that to you when Hux is like, oh, we found the BB unit, blah, blah, blah. It sounds very Vader-ish. Oh, yeah, it does. When he's like, I'll leave that to you. That sounds like something Vader would say. It and does, I kind of like that because he is a wannabe. He's he's his grandson. Let's just sidebar. He doesn't need his mask, by the way, to breathe. He's literally wearing that mask because he wants to be like Vader. 
and I think it was to protect his identity. I read somewhere that's part of the reason. Well, now was we to all protect know. his identity in the first order. And but, it looks cool. Like it looks cool. It looks really cool. And it looks menacing. really cool. I like the design. It's his whole outfit and his dude. His lightsaber. Did we even met? We it's haven't very, seen it yet. Yeah, he struck down lore. The very oh, first scene. Wow! I'm, and it has a cross right over my two head. Two little crossbars and yeah, little mini sabers. It's got little ventrals on the side that it's it makes it look like an old knight's uh, yeah uh, broadsword. And the thing I love about it is it reflects his personality because he's not like fully trained like he's raw. And this thing, the hilt doesn't even look finished. There's wires poking out. I mean, it's a hazard. That's why he wears rubber gloves. And the blade is like it's, it's unstable and it's sparking all over. The it's crystal, awesome. the crystal, the kyber crystal is unstable. I read yes. that in the visual. Just like he is, just like he is. But anyway, continue with there, your analysis. Ooh, yeah, um, you you can what? Well, we can get your input. Oh, as well. that I've said everything about Act One. I need to. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I really like the shot of the Falcon as it flies away from Jakku up in the atmosphere. It reminds me very much of the New Hope scene where the yeah. you know the Falcons escaping from the Star Destroyer. It just reminds me of a, a classic Star Wars escape sequence. Yeah, like especially Return of the Jedi when you see the Falcon flying off after leaving, uh, you know, defeating Jabba. Yahoo! Yeah, that was <laughs> no, not, I don't know. That, wow. Okay. I don't know. No, but uh, <laughs> I like that shot. And it was very classic Star Wars to see the Falcon flying away with the music. Doo, 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 doo. And you hear the vroom as the Falcon going by. Am I not doing the sound effect correctly? But whatever. Yeah, yeah. I really I like, like that shot. I really like it. I don't know. The lighting's good in it, too. The it's Falcon very classic Star Wars. has become a character in itself, essentially. Yeah. And when it was... Oh, that well, that was actually our first big like nostalgia original trilogy besides the star destroyers but that was our first right quote-unquote character from the old trilogies yeah, that we were introduced that's true. to that's true i didn't think of it that way yeah just to close this act out i really like the cinematography we what does see. that mean to close it out <laughs> we're gonna play a cut from john williams new album no, <laughs> really he's they got john williams back for this film and why wouldn't they that'd be a sin i love it I'm so I was so happy I was so that was one of the things I introduced myself with in our class in media one I was like Hi, well Christian my name's my favorite person is John Williams <laughs> is that what I sound like no no you don't <laughs> but <laughs> but I was like no I'm really excited because later next year John Williams is going to have a new score for Star Wars and it's the first score we've had in like 10 years I didn't and say then, it exactly uh, like that but everybody was like we get it you're a nerd where are you from I was really excited but yeah just the cinematography, the new the new crew involved, the new direction, J.J. Abrams coming in. We got a new look for Star Wars, some new styles, some new shot structure, some new cinematography. Some new diversity. Especially, yeah, that too. woman-female character. That too. A uh, black person being represented like well, like in, as a main character. Yeah. And then Poe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will talk a little bit more I'm, about the 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 foe. <laughs> is that their couple Friend name is that their couple name like brangelina foe it might be. yeah <laughs> but anyway no uh more about ray and the feminism thing later as we okay. at the end of the third act but okay. anyway i said anyway like 500 times now yeah cut one out 
the shot the the whole falcon chase sequence is one of the best i i really enjoy it mm-hmm. and and i don't usually i'll like, leave you with this question oh i'm sorry go i just, say what I'm, you just say. it was i was hyped this movie got me hyped for like spaceship battle scenes because i usually like just give me some lightsabers i don't care about anything else but this one got me hyped and interested in aerial battles you not mean just like the little mermaid no. no. Yes. <laughs> yes. It got me really interested. She actually deleted in scene. Ariel. Deleted scene. You keep. <laughs> uh, she's actually in the tub of water that Finn is drinking from with that pig thing. She comes up and she goes, "Isn't it neat?" And he goes, <laughs> and "He's just drinking. He doesn't understand <laughs> no, what she's saying." Uh, he he lifts his head up and looks around because he hears. <laughs> he's very confused. <laughs> he's what the. <laughs> <laughs> no. He goes, wrong movie. She goes, sorry. And this she is goes right stupid. back down. The water. That was really dumb. <laughs> nice. So, act two Kylo is just pissed about, I don't even remember what. Oh, I do remember what. He destroys his control room with his lightsaber. Oh, yeah. He's throwing a tantrum after learning that BB-8 got away with a girl that he wants. What girl? And we, right there, we get... Wait, that poor guy. Do they know each other? Do we know... Do they know... What's their connection? Yeah, the way it sounds, it seems like he knows who she is. The it's way he reacts. Box. It's a mystery box. It's one box. of those JJ mystery boxes. JJ mystery box hour. Ray... Moving on. Ray and Finn... <laughs> They're trying to fix the Falcon because something's leaking or something. Some gas leaks. Junk. It's like carbon monoxide. They got to get this fixed fast. Yes. Or they're going to die. And Ray is like, I'm going to go down under. I'm going to put this mask on Finn. We're hand me going the tool. to Australia. <laughs> hand me that tool. No, that one. No, the other one. No, the other You know what? Fucking give me the wrench. It's a wrench. Give me, give me, give me the, the whole dang box. Give me the toolbox. I'll figure it and out. And she's like, "Where? where's your post and your resistance? Where are you going? And he's like, ah, we're all over. Uh, tell him BB-8 and BB-8 has the, he's looking back and forth yeah. and Finn's like please tell and then he goes blah, 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 yeah that that's where we're going and then he thumbs up him and the, BB-8 the, the, does the, the little lighter, little thumbs, lighter up. thumbs yeah oh, that's great that. so they fix it the Falcon gets sucked in by a ship and Finn's like oh that's the first order they got us we're dead it's over right it was nice a, meeting you yeah <laughs> I like the sh- some of the goofy antics between Ray and Finn. Like when he they're like looking up at the garbage ship and he's like climbing on top of her and, pu- and like pushing yeah. her head. And she's like, get off. Like, oh, another cool thing I like. This was in act one. I forgot to mention. He tries to like grab her hand and like help her. Oh, times. yeah. She's like, you have to stop doing that. Like, yeah. I can handle- I'm probably more prepared for this battle than you. Mm-hmm. So let me take your hand, bitch. Well, she doesn't kinda, say bitch. It's I kind added of a, bitch it's to make it sound more interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of a cheeky way of showing like, okay, this is a strong like young woman. Women aren't just damsels in distress. What? 2019. Yeah, that basic idea where you know the chivalry, the man, the knight, the shining armor. He's usually the one leading the woman out of danger, but in this way, it's the other way around. It's kind of cool. Let chivalry die. Kill it if you if have, you have to. to. No. Is that next movie? Next movie. That's oh, the next movie. It. That's next tomorrow. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. <laughs> oh, by the every way, you're going episode. to hear that in every episode. At this point, it's going to be our. It's going to be our. I got a bad feeling about this. It. Yeah. Oh. Um. Also, might be. Uh. Might be a shirt. 
I'm yeah. getting a shirt. <laughs> that and headcanon character spotlight. Those are shirts. Yeah, we'll get those out tomorrow. <laughs> do not say that. We do not have merchandise. <laughs> no, I know. We don't. I don't. <laughs> so we get the best. Oh, oh. Oh, and, oh, quick. Oh. Ah, ooh, the, I just did a Jeff Goldblum kind of thing. Uh, anyway, wait a minute. There's one thing uh, you're wait, uh, uh, forgetting the, to the uh, shot, say. The shot this, where the shot. garbage dumpster truck, he comes in and sucks the ship up. And he, oh, hey. Uh, he, <laughs> what are we doing? Get to no, your point. <laughs> <laughs> when the garbage, uh, basically the garbage truck yeah. sucks in the Falcon. Funny, by the way, because it is a garbage truck and they call it garbage earlier in the movie. Oh, I did not catch that. And uh, it's like the Death Star sucking in the Falcon and A New Hope. I just realized that. I never thought of that before. But anyway, moving on. Moving on. Moving right along there. Move along. Okay, Move along. so what are you saying? Oh, just that? Yeah, that's it. So that's we it. get the single best moment in this film and maybe of all time. Because it's like, it's the I first order. And you hear him coming down the hall and you're like, this is it. Shit. Should we just do no. it now? Should we blow ourselves it's up? It's the Mrs. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then we get Han Solo and Chewbacca. Another iconic shot from the trailer, too. And we get, they're looking around, and it's their first time on the Falcon in probably 70 years. And he goes, Chewie. <laughs> he goes, Chewie, we're home. And they get on. And they find him. They find <laughs> he finds the, the 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 three the two Finn and Ray. He's like, "What are you?" And they're like, "Hello." I like how innocent they look, the just sheep, down the in the the thing, yeah. and they're like, Ugh. "It's very funny." <laughs> and he helps them up, and he's like, "I'm Han Solo," and they're like, "The same Han that did the parsecs and twelve parsecs," and he's like, "Twelve, fourteen, I can do it." <laughs> that wasn't my best. Let me try that again. No. He goes, twelve. For term, term. And then they need help. <laughs> and then they <laughs> need help. Chewing. These people need our help. We gotta go and get them. <laughs> <laughs> Han is hauling Rathtars. And Finn's like, never what's seen a Rathtar? Well, like, Finn's like us. Yeah. He's asking the questions. Yeah. That the audience is asking. Yeah. That's what he's there for originally, but he has so much more to do, kind of. Right, right. And then Ron's like, Rathars are going to get loose. <laughs> and Hermione Han. and Harry, are they in this scene too? And let me just say, Harrison Ford does not miss a beat from the original trilogy. No. He's, he's actually he, better. He's 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 pretty good. He's having a I good I would say his time. acting chops are better in this film than in oh, Return yeah. of the Jedi. And our friend, oh, our good yeah. friend from Going Off Topic, Brandon Pop. Go listen to their podcast, Going yeah, Off Topic. Go check Christian it out. and check I are out. featured on a couple episodes. Check Thank it out much. after you're done listening to this. Yeah, not right now. Not right now. Stop, stop, stop. Not right now. Stay here. Yeah. Well, okay. But geez. he was like, yeah, uh, he gave us some feedback. And he's like, yeah, Harrison Ford's acting was shit, basically. When did in he Reven- In Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, he probably was. Is much better in this. <laughs> well, movie. we talked about it a little bit. Like he mean he he wanted Han to die oh, right. in that movie. He wanted Han to die in that movie. Uh, but he didn't get that. But anyway, no. moving along. Anyway, Ray help. That's our segue word. So, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Any that's a shirt. Uh, <laughs> we we get these guys. And the two clubs, Han is Kanja like, Club. Yo, can and you go down and hide the Guavian Death Gang? I'm gonna talk my way out of this. And then Chewie goes, oh, and he goes, yes, I do. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he's like, whatever, whatever. Good to see you. I was going to pay you. Balatik, good to see you. Tell that to Kancha Club. 
and then he turns I never around. made a deal with Kanja Club. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs> I, it, it's just these random people we don't I kinda, know. I, yeah. And and we're oh, I'm uh, kind of a mess telling this scene. When was the second time? Like, I've never like Kanja Club. You know you can't trust those freaks or some some line yeah. like that. And uh, just the way Han, he's trying, you know, he's trying to talk his way, swindle his way out of it. It doesn't. There's work. no one left in the galaxy for you to swindle. Like I, that was a terrible accent. No, but, that was really good. Yikes. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, so we get, for the yeah, sake of the argument, that's funny. That's funny. we get Oliver Wood from Harry Potter. That's okay. who he is, and that's who he sounds like. And he's like, tell that to Conja he Club, he's starting like. a Quidditch team. Yeah. And he wants you on wants the team, you to be his Han keeper. Sailor. <laughs> what Han are we Sailor. doing? What and are we doing? We're doing sidebars, huh? left and right. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so they, long story short. Long story short, Ray Finn helps. and Ray try to help by unlocking the Wrath Tars, right? No, I think that they're trying to blow the they fuse. Accidentally do. They, they accidentally do because they're trying to lock. They're trying to lock the gangs away from Han and Chewie by blowing fuses to shut the doors in the hallways. Yeah, but they press the wrong ones and release the Rathars. We have a big action sequence, which it's an action sequence for the sake of action. We get these tentacle things because it's like there they're is a, obligated to throw. There is a bigger. There is a bigger thing to the scene, though. There's and, always a bigger thing. <laughs> Okay, Qui Gon, he's back. He's back. What? He's back. Qui Gon's back. What if he shows up? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So, Ray, I know you heard me. I can't. What was I even doing? Move on. What are so, you saying? This scene. I guess we can move on from the scene. They basically escape. They they do another Han Solo really daring do. They do another Han Solo daring do move where uh, they escape from light speed in the hangar, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and then Ray is like, "I fixed the thing." He goes, how'd you do that? And she goes, all I did was reroute the thing. I took out the compressor. <laughs> and, then, and he's just like... <laughs> but I understand now. I used to think I used to think that that scene was kind of a distraction. It kind of didn't, not, it didn't, didn't like feel it. right. It felt like a filler episode within a broader story-driven episode. It was. But I like it now because this is... We're introduced we to Han. We're introduced to Han. And it's not that important. I'm... And what he's been doing. We get Han and Chewie and what they've been doing. It's focusing on him what they've been doing, and I under, I appreciate that now. I appreciate it's kind of just reintroducing the character in a fun way. Yeah, okay. and it is. It's fun. So then they go and do stuff. <laughs> Hux and Kylo are talking to a giant. Oh, this is where they're talking to a yeah, giant the, projection yeah, of yeah, snow. Yeah. And, and they're like, we, we're we going to find Luke. And he's like, you have to find Luke. And they're like, we're working on finding Luke. But uh, we actually almost had him. And then uh, the, the, the droid... How you look great, by the way, and he's a projection. <laughs> and they introduce this huge weapon. I, apparently, uh, I wrote that no, they introduced the a big minute. weapon. That's that not till later. I wrote it. I wrote it as I was watching it. Kylo and Snoke discuss a force. They don't awakening. fire the weapon yet. No, but they introduce it. Hux leaves. This is also where we find out that Han Solo is Ben's dad. Yeah, we get or that. Kylo like, Ren's dad. Your father, Han Solo. That name means nothing to me. Or in a different voice, though. Like, much better than what I just did. That's kind of another Return of the Jedi parallel. That name has no more meaning for me. Oh, with yeah. With Vader. And now he's like, it means, he means nothing to me. Han Solo means nothing to me. It means nothing. Anyway. He means nothing to me. He's not my father anymore. BB-8 <laughs> shows Han the map piece. And then Han tells, this is a very cool moment. It's a humbling moment for Han because he's like, the Force 
the Jedi. It's real. All of it. And he finally... I That's know a I'm, really good scene. And Yeah, because they, they're looking at the map and he's like, look, Luke went into exile because he failed at rebuilding the Jedi and he blames himself. And it's all real. All the stories because, you heard, yeah. except for the 12 parsecs. Because that's stupid and you're a dummy. One of his but students betrayed him and Luke felt responsible and yeah. escaped. Well, those that knew him most thought he went looking for the first Jedi temple. And maybe he did. But the gang lands on Maz Kanata's Can I make planet. a sidebar real quick? Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's a nice... I keep bringing up the mirror. It's a nice mirror shot with uh, A New Hope. Because this is showing the development of Han as a character throughout the saga. When he finally acknowledges... Through dialogue, I understand the Force to some degree. I understand that it, it exists. I've seen it with my own eyes now rather than in a new hope. He's like, I don't believe in the Force. I don't believe in hokey Mumbo religions. Jumbo. Hokey religions. Don't, I, I just operate on luck. Now he's yeah, acknowledging it. He knows that Luke and the Jedi and all this are real. It's nice to see him, that transformation as a character. It's also nice to see in one of these scenes, Finn is looking through a bag of stuff for a tool and he pulls out the ball that Luke trains with I don't like that it's so staged oh well it's fine I know it's so in your face it's like also they get that claymation battle game oh yeah the chess game it starts right where it left off when it was last turned off in New Hope I think I read that yeah seriously yeah the exact same spot so it just picks up. Anyway, Maz Kanata's plan. Oh, Han offers Rey a job when they land on this. And this scene's cool because she's like, I've never seen so much green. She's yeah. been on a desert planet her whole life. This is a huge moment for mm-hmm. her. She's not like, oh, look at this water and the, the sun. This is her. This planet. She's like, there's a lot of green here. In the hero's journey, this could be her stepping over the threshold. Yeah, and moment. she's not talking about money. She's talking about plants. And then Luke... Luke Han offers her a job and he goes I've been looking to expand it's not gonna be nice to you and it doesn't pay much and she goes are you offering me a job and he's like yeah and she's like I can't I gotta go home to Jakku (laughs) he's like why the hell whatever it's cool it's whatever oh a funny thing I forgot to mention is um when when Finn and Poe get up in the sky he's like I gotta go to Jakku and Finn's like why do you want to go back to Jakku there's nothing on Jiggy's. I gotta get a droid. And then when he meets Ray, and she's, he's like, "Where are we going?" He goes, "She's like, we gotta go back to Jakku." And he's like, "Why does everybody want to go to Jakku? Why can we not move on? Kill the past." He's the originator of that. So we get Maz Kanata's planet, and she they go into their palace. And Who it's is very, Maz Kanata? Not real sure. She's a little alien. She's like the Yoda, but not really. I think she might have known Yoda. She was alive. She's been alive for over a thousand years, I believe, I read. And it's similar to the Cantina scene. Her little statuette is in episode one. Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that. Yeah. In episode one. Or six, five. A little reminder there. Yeah. And it's similar to the Cantina scene, and we get this music, and it's like, And it's a subtler version of, And it's much better. So Maz is a little smudgy, like, Han Solo. Solo! Where's my boyfriend? He's like, Chewbacca's at the... I love that Wookiee. Yeah, and it's pervy. And the Resistance, there's Listen, somebody Haas, from the we Resistance. we need your help. We need your yes. help to get this droid back to the Resistance. He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> you're right back into the mess. Yeah. And you then, need to go talk to Han, to Leia. He's like, ah, oh, cool you don't want to see me. There's a cool thing 
where there's like this droid that has an Elvis Presley mic face and he alerts the resistance. He's like, hey, that, that the BB units here, you, come on, come here and you'll get him. And then at the same time, there's a first order chick and she's like, hey, that BB unit that you want, he's here. Come on, come they get got, him. Come here now, get him. It's a den of scum and villainy and it also is. heroism and goodness. Yeah. But anyway, And cocaine. So and Kylo cocaine. prays to Darth Vader's mask about his struggle between the light and the dark. And he's like, grandfather, I want to finish what you started. Show me again. The darkness. And then Vader comes on and goes, take that mask off. I can't understand you. <laughs> and he goes, why do you have an accent? But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I digress. That's a cool scene. That doesn't actually happen. But, but we actually see the Vader, helmet. the melted Vader helmet, which it's is cool. a nice I wish back. that wasn't ruined in the trailers. I really just wish that. But you yeah, got to get people that would have been. <clears throat> you got to get people Acknowledging hyped. the past. Maz encourages the gang to fight the First Order, and Finn's like, you don't know me. Uh-uh, I'm out. And she goes, I've seen your eyes. And he goes, yeah, looking at you right now, and I want out. And she goes, go talk to them. They offer rides for work. So and Finn, he, that this is where scene. Finn confesses to Ray too. And I yeah. love how she doesn't get mad at him for lying, like in every other movie. She's okay. just like, that doesn't matter now. Like, okay, well, you are now. We I'm kind of glad this. about that, too. Now that you bring that up, I never thought of that Yeah, because it's way. an unneeded conflict. Oh, you're mad at him for... Like, what There's would you more do important in that situation? Things to do. I, yes, I love that small, small, tiny detail, and I love it. And then she's like... Can I I'd... go back real quick? Yeah, you can. Sorry, I got mouth problems. Anyway, that scene when she's like, she acknowledges, you know... Through the ages, I have seen the dark side take many forms. She says, the Sith, the Empire, now the First Order. Like, we need to fight, all of us. We all need to fight this. And I like that because it's kind of playing out in what we've seen of Episode Nine. We haven't seen Episode Nine. We haven't seen it, but the trailers. Oh, okay, yeah, they're fighting. Like, with the massive shots yep. of the ships... Fighting the first, going going into battle. Can I just sidebar to trailer. tell you how hyped I am for episode nine? We're really hyped, and I sure hope it doesn't disappoint me. It's not going. I'm to. not going to look at it's reviews. Not going I'm to. not going to look at IMDb ratings. I'm not going to look at the Rotten Tomato score before I see it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are do you not do on? not spoil it. Yeah, I just want to point that out. It's kind of foreshadowing, and I like I, how they yeah. connect it in that way. I do like it, and she acknowledges the the, the prequels a little bit. By acknowledging mm -hmm. the Sith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then Ray hears she little... She knows about them. She does. She probably is one. No, Ray <laughs> hears little girl screams coming from the basement of Maz Kanata's palace. And she's looking through... The, she gets down to the basement and BB-8's like, I'm here too. I'm help. Do you need my help? I got a lighter. I got a lighter for a thumb. And she finds this old chest and she opens it up. And we get the third big reveal of this movie. It's Luke's old lightsaber. And you know what else it doesn't I help with I love this scene. His hand. We never recover the hand. <sighs> I, I don't really voices, like that joke. And she touches it. And you hear Obi-Wan's voice. And there's flashbacks. She's like having visions of things that she's seen but not seen. I like how seen. old it is. Yeah. And she sees the Knights of Ren... And she sees Luke, like, and she's like, "Why I like am that I it's, seeing this?" I like that it's in a dust, like it's literally in a castle in the musty basement inside of a wooden chest. Her yeah. that lightsaber, like it's treated like an ancient relic. 
I it love is that. Tossed in there though. I know, but it's cool. Yeah. It's it's not like mistreated or anything. No, no, no. It's just it's sacred. But she gets yeah those force visions. She sees uh, Cloud City, and she sees herself as a little girl being left with Uncle Plut and her family leaving her. Yeah, or who, whoever was her guardian, or who we don't know yet, Maz, but we will soon in two days. Maz is like, hey, that lightsaber is calling to you. We all heard it. It's very loud upstairs, and we heard you screaming. <laughs> is everything okay? It's calling to you. This is yours now. And she goes, I never want to touch that thing again. And then Maz is like, Ugh, okay, well, I guess I'm still stuck with it. She leaves. We get... Oh, we go to Starkiller Base. And let me just sidebar real quick on this one. People complaining about, oh, it's just another Death Star. No, it's not. It's much bigger. And also, that makes sense that they would try to replicate that but make it better. Look at, in present day, like our real world, look at weapons. Do you think people... Uh, like, you don't see movies and be like, oh, they're just using guns. Oh, I guess everybody uses guns. They're not creative. Weapons evolve over time, but they keep the same idea and the same aspect. Yeah. So it makes sense they would model this and be like, okay, this kind of worked, but how can we improve it and make it better? Mm-hmm. This isn't lazy writing. Like, oh, let's just put in another. That makes sense. What would you want them to use? They need a big weapon to destroy stuff. There's no, like, that. that's what makes sense. So they're on Starkiller Base, and Hux gives this really Hitler-esque speech, and he's yelling into the thing, and he's like, the Republic is going to die. Very fascist. Yes. And they all do this Nazi salute They do, thing. like, this fist in the air. Yeah. And then it blows up, like, a whole planet system. It blows up the, what is it, the... Hosnian, Armenian Hosnian si- Prime. Oh, sorry. What's Armenian? Prime. What am I thinking of? What, is there an Armenian? Ilenium system. Oh, yeah. What is That's that? That's the system where the resistance is based. System where the resistance. The I'm going to get this. Okay. Yeah. I almost had a rat. <laughs> but no, the, uh, the Hosnian Prime system, that's where the New Republic is stationed. I always or... thought that was Coruscant, and I'm mad that it's not. Fun fact. I thought it was Coruscant in the movie, too. Yeah, but not. I'm glad it's not. I wish it was. It would, the, it would have been kind of, if you really wanted to destroy the past, you should have made it Coruscant. And put but, Jar Jar there and be like, oh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> but no, we get a new system, a new planet. This is where, do you, in the visual dictionary, I read that the uh, the New Republic rotates capital planets. They do, yes, I, yes. Which I think I is really also. cool. Yeah, now, well, it didn't work, caught you. It worked. It it didn't work actually. But they're here on this system, and they get the whole system gets blown up. Yeah, and all therefore, like four or five planets. This isn't just like a facet of the New Republic. This is the capital system. This is the head of government. They destroyed it. They the First Order destroyed the New Republic's government base of operations. Yes. Their entire fleet. Their cherished fleet. Uh, uh, <laughs> From Hux. In oh, speech. yeah. And every survivor system will bow to the first order. His head is about to explode and his eyes are red and his hair is red. And he's like, go play with your ball, Annie. Yeah. I had a flashback <laughs> from my childhood. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was funny. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh, flashback. Oh, no. <laughs> My past. Uh. <laughs> I'm haunted. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, they blow up the system and everybody on 
uh, Maz's planet can see this. They can witness it. This and is you terrifying. hear people screaming too, like This is terrifying. Because they're watching a planet be destroyed and they're thinking, are we about right. shit it? Aki mushrooms. We don't swear on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, Ray flees to the forest and BB-8 follows and the First Order comes in. You're like, oh no, it's over. She flees to the forest. It's kind of petulant. Yeah. In that sense. It's she's go, it's, she's I resisting. I know, but it's Heroes it's going journey. with that character development, kind of like Luke, and that it's that childish yeah. kind of resi- like re- reluctant yeah. is the word. And then the coolest shot of the entire saga happens right here, and you get the... The resistance yes. X-Wings fly over the water, yes. creating a mist, and you see them coming... And you see Poe and you're like, he's alive. And he's like, red, green, black leader. I don't know what color you are, but we're going. Fire, kill him. And we, (laughs) there, Poe, here's the thing I love about this movie too. In most movies, even Star Wars movies, we're told a lot. He's a great pilot, but we never see it in this movie. We see Poe, he is the best pilot that anybody has ever seen, it looks like. He takes down like six tie fighters and he's maneuvering and you see it we see this and we haven't seen this in a movie either we see it from the point of view of the ground instead of okay there's oh, a space man. battle yeah and there's a land battle we see it from they bring uh, the two Finn's together point of view and he's like that's one hell of a pilot that's and he's such like, a good shot i love that whole sequence and the music's awesome take out a bunch the visuals are awesome it's great it's awesome. best, one of the best parts of the film yes and then Finn's like, I need a weapon. And Maz is like, idiot, you have one, that thing. And he's like, this lightsaber? And he goes, and he uses it, and he doesn't know what he's doing. And he's like, and he's killing. And he gets in this fight with this <laughs> he's random, chilling, this and he random started, parkour stormtrooper. And he's like, zip, 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 yeah, traitor. Which, who should have been Phasma, by the way. Oh, And yeah, that's what I... that. He should have been Phasma. And it wasn't. And they get this cool little battle. It would have made the encounter and next movie much more important. Yes. Anyway. Ray gets taken by Kylo and he force paralyzes her and then just takes her. And then Han sees this or Finn sees this and then Han uses Chewie's crossbow for apparently the first time ever and he goes, I like this. And he goes, ugh. And, And here's the thing. I already said it, but the first time we get multiple battles on the same plane of action. Instead of, we're cutting to this, we're cutting to this. We're cutting within the same scene, and it works so much better. Leia lands, C-3PO interrupts the reunion, hello! And that's the end of Act 2. <laughs> you changed your hair. Figure it out. No. You changed your hair. And he goes, the same jacket. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Do you remember this film? I, no. no, I guess not. Perhaps you didn't recognize me because of the red arm. <laughs> yeah. BB-8. That's the end of Act 2. How does he know all because there's... Princesses. That's the end of Act 2, as I've said three times. So, great act. I love this act. A lot of stuff is in it, and I love it all. I think, yeah, it is a great act, isn't it? Yeah. Not uh, a whole I mean, we've said a lot. I mean, there's some stuff. I like the... Uh, yeah, I like the basic tenets of it. I don't know. That's a weird way to say that, but no, it's cool. I like it. Um, yeah, Spencer's like, yeah, it wouldn't. Who talks? Good like word, that? bro. Who talks like this? Are you one of those people that use big words that you don't even know they mean enough, so you sound more intelligent? It's not working because people no. don't know the words that you use. No, 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 
you a vocab. <laughs> I'm having a good time really on this think, episode. I can't by the really way. think of anything to say on here. I'm having a good time on this episode. Uh, Can I'm I just, just sidebar. Ooh, are you having a good time? I am. Okay. I hope all of our listeners are having a good time too. Okay, go ahead. Just wanted to say that. Uh, really no, fun. that's cool. That's cool. I am enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Thanks. Um, <laughs> like but just going back to the whole kind of melding the hero's journey thing here. This is like Ray not wanting to accept the quest at this point. She runs away from it. She's she runs away, touching the lightsaber, getting those visions. She runs away, and she's. Re- this is the. Goodness, I'm talking in circles. This is where she runs away from the mission, basically. That's it. We talked about this already, hero's journey. But in these series of films, we get her hero's journey. And it's a question. It's debatable as to whether or not that was executed as well as in previous films. But it's still happening. And this is where we see this in this point in the story. And as we see, she'll, she'll turn around in the next act. Turn around. Right eye. Every now and then I fall Turn around Right eye. Every now and then I fall apart And I need a lightsaber And I want to kill Vader And I need a fucking air I wrote those lyrics. <laughs> Three, <laughs> we get Poe reuniting with BB-8 and Finn, and like, yo, dude, I was, you were, that's my jacket. He goes, yeah, do you want it back? He goes, no. It suits you. You know suits what? You. It suits you. Maybe you want to grab a drink later? And he goes, yeah, I'd like that. Honestly, another sidebar. You're gonna get a lot of those. If they ended up together as a gay couple, good. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. I support it. I wouldn't mind it either. Hearts, not they parts. They set it up right. Hearts, they set it up, not parts. They set it up pretty well. But also, if Finn ended up with Ray, I'm fine with that too. But, oh, but I don't know. Mind. We'll see if that happens. We don't oh, know yet. Oh, never we mind. Don't, don't even get me mad about the next one when I talk yet. about Stop. the one you person. Co- hey, hey, hey. Goose Fraba. Goose Fraba. We Calm learn down. that the map is incomplete, and we just have a little piece of it. And BB-8 unveils a sleeping R2-D2. And we're like, he, that, he probably has the rest of the map. He's retired. He is. He's very retired. Well, BB-8 he's, suspects that R2 has has the piece of the And map. I like the size difference. You don't really realize R2-D2 is significantly bigger than BB-8, who's looking up at him like, wow, this is like my idol. I grew up wanting to be just like you, Mr. D2. <laughs> Mr. D2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leia and Han talk about Kylo turning, how they lost each other and their son. It's a very touching moment. It's, it's a really, really good scene. And then at the end, she's like, I cut my hair. No, she didn't one? say I that. I, she doesn't say that in hair. every scene she's in. Oh, yeah, sorry. So but Kylo, it's interesting that they know who Snoke is. Yeah, but we don't. Like, you would think that he would be this mysterious figure shrouded in mystery. But no, these characters know we who actually, he is. We actually, li- if, if the listeners and you were paying attention to our very first episode, New Hope, we know exactly who Snoke is. He's that stormtrooper oh, that let Obi Wan and Luke Jonathan Jethro Ebenezer Snoke. Thank you, John Snoke. We know who he is. So Leia, they talk about him. He's like, <laughs> and then we get Kylo confronts Ray, and she's trying to use the same uh, torture tactic she used on Poe, and she's like, "I'm not. I can. I'm blocking out you. I'm blocking you out." And he's like, "I can't get it out of her." 
which this is where I think the force is awakened, awoken, awoken. His force thing like jump starts her like if like a car battery. No. Yeah. I'm shaking my it head. It helps it. No, 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 no. Because she is forced to use it to block him out. So it's like, oh, I can shit. I can do this too. I can do this too. Basic. I don't like the idea of. Oh, maybe you're onto something. I just I don't like the. Something. Maybe I just don't like the way you said. It. I just. I don't know. She was kind of forced ah. to doing that. I guess you could she say. was. Ah, ooh, but. uh Ah, yes, I see where you're going with this uh, analogy. Yes, uh, Kylo, he's very mysterious. And then you see him, ooh, take his helmet off. And ooh, look at that hair, beautiful hair. Great hair, I, by the way. And yes, shut the hell up I know. because there's no way his hair would be that perfect. It's sweaty absolutely under that mask. Absolutely not, absolutely not. I I always imagine it when they cut to that shot, when it shows him from the profile shot, like ka-chunk. And then he pulls it off. I it's imagine, all frizzy and I, sweaty. Yeah, like that. But I imagine they cut to the front shot, the, the medium shot of him taking it off. It's just him holding it in front of his face. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then pull Adam Driver. Whoom. Okay, let's do another take. Put it back. <laughs> how was my hair? Or I can't do it. But how? I'm not going to try. How was my hair? Uh, it it was a Marv it, it moment. How would my hair look? No. It definitely doesn't look like you took a, a helmet off, but we're gonna no, go with it. No, 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 no. That's the force. That's not how the force works. <laughs> yeah, it is. You can fix your hair with the force. Shut up. Do okay, it. so this scene. It doesn't she... even move when he takes it off. It doesn't. Sorry, moving on. From I mean, hair. you get the hair, hair and makeup, but a lot of hair. Yeah, I Leia mean, normally uh, Han's like she you briefly your hair. mentions it. Or maybe you're... Uh, anyway, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> this scene, I, it made me think of something when I watched it. And I think it was when I watched The Empire Strikes Back. And I may have mentioned... Oops. Sorry about that. Don't and bump I may, the mic. I may have mentioned it in the last uh, Empire Strikes Back episode. But the scene where Ray... He talks about Ray having those dreams, those visions of the island. I see the island. You have dreams, visions. Is this in the next movie? No. Oh. This is in this movie. Like I've seen... Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I see an island. And what, like, I see the island, all that. I she imagine. She sees in his mind. Probably. Yes, she does see in his, his in uh, his mind, and she's like, "You are scared that you will never become as powerful as Darth Vader," and that really gets him. But before that, this is it. Reminded me of Luke when he says, "You know, when he's on Dagobah, and he's like, wow, this is." And I may have said this already. I don't remember. Time is an illusion. <laughs> oh, and there it Time is. Time was folks. an illusion. This is wow. This is like a dreamy place. Like, may I feel like I've been here before. You watch the mic. Sorry. I feel like I've been here before. Like it, like it's something in a dream. Luke says that, and I feel like maybe the force has been planting those visions in Ray, like that did with Luke. Can I say something about the force? Yeah. Another thing people are mad about. Is, oh, she could use the force all of a sudden. Oh, you mean like how Luke could use the Force all of a sudden? If you have it, you have it. And you can just Ooh, use it. Belly. Suspend your disbelief. Disbelief. Ooh, my belly just... <laughs> nice. Put the mic down there. No, but Luke food. used the Force almost instantly. when Even sooner than she did. Because he was doing it on the ship when he was practicing with that ball shooter thing. Well, so, he wasn't like... No, but he was using, using it. it as intensively as she okay, did. Okay, but he was still using it instantly, and then he used it in the like he used it later in the movie, the targeting system. 
He used it as quickly as she did. So the only reason people think she used it too quickly is because she's a woman. Man, this really gets to you, doesn't it? It does. Because it's issue. annoying. Because the movie's so good, that's all you can find. A... Ray Forceman. <laughs> okay, Snoke, Hux, and Kylo have a, have a little meeting. And he's like, she's strong with the Force, but untrained. And like, then Snoke's like, do you want to do like it? It seems like he's in panic mode. Yeah, do you want to do it? Because you're not fully trained. You need a teacher. And he's like, I... <sighs> Go what? on. I didn't get that. No, I he didn't. I'm being... Uh, you're being facetious. They just... No. Ray <laughs> force manipulates her way out of imprisonment like Obi-Wan did. Fun fact, uh, that's 007, Stormtrooper 007. That's Daniel Craig. I don't know why he's saying that. And she's like, you will take me out of these chains, or the restraints, and walk out the door and leave it open. And he goes... I'm not going to do that. And she tries I will it tighten again. these restraints, yeah. scavenger scum. And then she tries it again. And here's the thing. She doesn't really know how the force works. She's she guessing doesn't... here. She's trying something. She doesn't know how to use it. She's trying uh, something. Okay. She saw that she could see in his mind, Kylo. So she's like, who else's mind can I see in? And she just tries it and it works. Because okay. that's how the Force works. That's kind of alluded to later when he's like, oh, she's just testing out her powers. Yeah. And I don't even know about she doesn't that know line. What I don't do. really know if I like that line. Uh, Kylo like, She's not a superhero. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Kylo freaks out again. I don't even know why, and I don't know what he does. He freaks out because she's gone. Hello. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then we get this She cool, vanished. The death She put planet. on her invisibility cloak the and- de- and she's creeping around like get out of dodge like Ben Kenobi, and then the weapon, the base, the Star Killer base starts to charge, and it draws in energy from it the sun. It draws in energy awesome from the sun, looking. and that's something Finn notes to in their little meeting, their base meeting, which is also oh, a that's, staple that's of Star next. Wars. That's yeah. next. Mm-hmm. And then Han's like, "So it's like a, uh, it's like a Death Star," and they go, "No, this is the Death Star." And here is the Star Killer base. It's about twenty I times love, the size. I love Han. He's like, so it's big. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> so it's bigger. So then, it's big. And then Chewie goes, Ugh, and they go, it, okay, Chewie, it's not that big. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it it's makes bigger sense. than the second one. Yeah, and it it just this is how military works. They take uh, look at tanks. They've only gotten bigger. But people aren't like, well, it's just lazy. Well, there isn't a Let's tank the lazy. size of a state. No, but I'm I'm just reiterating my point earlier. Then people say, well, it's just a little. No, thing. I got it's you. Just... I got you. And I got an interesting tidbit about Star Killer Base. And you know what? I'm just gonna say it now. Say it now. If you haven't played Jedi Fuck Fallen, it. we'll Order, do it live. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't played Jedi Fallen Order, spoiler alert: you might want to skip ahead. But in the game, you do go to a planet called Ilum. And if you've watched The Clone Wars, you know that this planet, this particular planet, is where the younglings go to obtain their kyber crystals when building their lightsaber. It's a very spiritual, important part of becoming a Jedi. And on this planet, uh, the main character of Fallen Order, Cal Kestis, he goes there to obtain a kyber crystal in a similar way. Now you get the opening shot of like the ship flying down through the horizon. You know, you see the, 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 the planet in orbit. And you can see... Oh my goodness, what is going on? There's like a middle part in the middle of the planet. Like there's a belt around it almost. Almost as oh. if there's construction going on. Almost as... And this is during the Empire times, right? The Dark Times. Oh my goodness. Oh, I heard I that should one. have gotten something to eat before this. I apologize. Yeah. But no, you see this construction going on. And that... I don't. It hasn't been officially confirmed canon yet. 
but you can strongly infer that this Ilum planet becomes Starkiller Base and the Emperor, Emperor Palpatine, has been working on Starkiller Base for, for decades. For decades. This is going on before I'm gonna the First Order that. even came around. I like that. I'm going to go with that. That's real. That is canon. And We're it also ties that. in Episode Nine and in like Palpatine's involvement. Oh, like he, this, it, he's movie. been involved. Starkiller Base was under construction before the First Order even came into the picture. I like that. I love Episode Nine already. Oh my gosh. Okay. Han and Leia say goodbye and they hug and he's like, she's like, bring our son home with his beautiful hair and he goes. I'll try to bring him home. They hug and they leave. <laughs> the Falcon approaches Starkiller base at light speed so they don't get detected, and this is risky. They crash land, and everybody's like, another happy landing. And <laughs> another <laughs> Ewan moment. <laughs> yeah. Kylo senses Han, and he's like, Dad, uh, I mean, Han is here. He's... She's just starting to test her... Uh, Kylo, do you have something to say? Uh, what? No, I had a... But there was a, I had an itch. Again, like a new hope, and... The whole, like, I haven't felt something since... And then Vader turns since around. Since what? Vader turns and leaves, leaves the stormtroopers <laughs> hanging there. I never thought so of that. So what do you want to do? I don't know. We could go play uh, Tetris. Who yeah, let's go who play you, Tetris. He hasn't felt what? No, what anyway. hasn't he felt? <laughs> the, probably the stormtroopers feeling the same way about Kylo. Why does this always happen to us? We're never in the loop. You know what? We should unionize and overthrow the government, and then they get choked out. Yeah. Finn reveals that he <laughs> that worked. That plan died pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Finn at the meeting before is like, I can get you guys in. We're going to tear this shit up. I know exactly up. where to go, and I can lead you there. Just kidding. I'm in custodial. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They get there, and Han's like, okay, big shot, or big deal. Where are they? And he goes, I don't know. I was just in sanitation. I just want to get rain. He goes, yo, what? Oh, you're cold? Yeah. Like chewy. <laughs> sanitation? And then he goes, yeah. That's he, one of my favorites, goes, too. Well, we can use the force. And he goes, that's not how the force Mr. works. Mr. So Han Solo, we'll just use the force. That <laughs> that's not how the force works. <laughs> oh, you're cold? cold? Yeah. Oh, I love that That's scene. one of the I best parts. Bit. Is that the same jacket he wears on Hoth? Hoth? I don't, I don't may, think so. I don't know. I'm just... Connections, people. New connections. jacket. New haircut. <laughs> no. We're going back to that same ring theory. Hair it's ring. A thing. It's a ring it's theory. A th so anyway. Phasma's proven pointless and worthless. They take her hostage and make her turn off the shields. And she just does it like, okay. And there, and then Han's like, where do we put her? Or Finn's like, what do we do with her? And Han goes, is there a garbage chute? And he goes, yeah, Trash there compactor? Is. Oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, there is. So his, his background actually really comes in handy. I don't know if I like that It was that forced. I didn't either. Ray sneaks around very much like Obi-Wan did service is what it was. And then the resistance pilots led by... Pilots? Pilots. Pilots. Are led by Poe and they attack the Starkiller base and we get the... Oh, I love the that. When the shields get lowered battles. and the X-Wings come. Da, ba, ba, da, da, ba. Not the... Like the trumpet music. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love how the X-Wings swoop down and you can see their S-foils yeah. going into attack position. In their for in their in the formation, it's so cool. It's cool. And then Ray reunites with the gang, and the gang. And starts if you don't think so, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. Just and then it. Han's like, "My friends got explosives. Let's use them." And then Chewie goes, <laughs> and then he goes, "Oh, you're hungry." No. That well, they're happen. like they're never gonna blow that up in time. We gotta help them out. So they go into the what is it? The, they start planting the explosives. thermal oscillator. As that yes. scientist captain dude says at the base. 
the sign yeah the the captain dude the captain dude this Let's, is where we get han confronting uh, it's another death star <laughs> <laughs> we get han confronting kylo and we are revealed that his name is ben i love that though and they meet on the bridge and he's like take that mask off and look at him and he takes the mask off and they have this really mo- this deep moment where you can see like we haven't seen in any other villains up to this point he's not just like two dimensional he's he's like i'm being pulled here and here and he's conflicted and he's crying he's like i don't know what to do father i know what i have to do but i don't know if i can do it i need your help and then han goes anything and he pulls out his lightsaber and he hands it to han but he's not letting go and han's like okay you can go ahead and let go and then he goes and then we get Han okay, stab and he goes, thank you, father. He does and then Han Okay, puts his... is he the guy from the Goblet <laughs> yeah. of Fire? Yeah. <laughs> Han puts his, hand, puts his hand on his face in this really heartbreaking moment. And he falls to his death and Ray's like, no! And then Chewie goes, Ugh! and he shoots Kylo right in the chest or the stomach. And he goes, ah, shit! Before we move on. Yes. I just want to talk about how this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole film. It's yes, it is probably arguably the best scene in the movie. It it's such an emotional point yeah. for Kylo and especially Han because and you can see the light being sucked out too and yes, when to dark red and that huge wide shot when you have uh when you have Ray and Finn up in where they climbed up the ladder and the door opens and you see the light from the sun getting sucked away, shining in to this dark cavern uh, catwalk that Han and Kylo are on, that Ben are on, his son. And it's, this is, I can't get enough of this scene. I love the absence of music. Yes. Although it's not, the music that comes in later on is really, really good. Yeah. But the absence of music allows us to focus on Han and Ben and their relationship. And I love the way Harrison Ford delivers his line, like, take that mask off, you don't need it. He's like, what do you think you'll see? The face of my son. Oh, I forgot about that line. It and gets you. Yeah, he takes it off. And, you know, you get into the scene. He's like, your mother and I, we want you to come home. We miss you. And there's this really, really long, silent take of yeah. just Ben standing there. You can see the anguish on his face, like his conflict on his face. Adam Driver's acting is brilliant, brilliant in this He's sequence. He's a really good actor. And I'm really glad J.J. kept that shot that way. And I think he mentioned something about doing this more in his films, especially this one, where he hangs on moments a little longer instead of having like to be it. bright next speed. And, man, going into the episode, the next episode, not of the podcast, but episode nine, Man, it's such an important scene showing that anguish and the torn. He's literally torn. The the name of the music is called Torn Apart. The name of the track is Torn Apart. Oh, good call. And when he does kill his own father, he commits patricide. So we think there's a theory that Han actually killed himself and pushed the button, which is very, very interesting to think about. Because he knows that's the only way. It's the only way to save Ben from going down completely. Yeah, and for, for Snoke just killing him. It's right. keeping Kylo alive if he dies because he's doing what he he's getting rid right. of any connection. And to if Kylo does, ki- yeah, and if Kylo does kill him, he he could possibly be unredeemable. Yeah, I but mean we don't irredeemable. Know. I'm sorry, what yeah, yeah, vocabulary? Yeah, yeah. Learn it. But uh, learn your vocabulary <laughs> words. Mirror shot with Phantom Menace. 
I just saw this on Instagram today. I tweeted it or tweeted it. Social networks. Tweeted Do I know them? Instagram and Facebook. Instagram. When I I uh, added you, and I said, "Dude," because it shows Anakin as a little boy with his mother's hand on his face. Oh yeah. And uh, Han Solo with his hand on Kylo Ren's face, on Ben's face, and I was like, "Ring theory." Hello. Hello. But Hello. I think that's actually my favorite favorite part in this movie. My favorite scene. My favorite scene. It's the heaviest in the film. It's certainly the heaviest, and you also see it's heavy on uh, Leia's heart. Yeah, she, she can feels feel the it death. through the Force, and she goes. <sighs> and you even hear a somber version of Han Solo and Leia's love theme playing in the background. It's kind of like when I didn't notice that until later on. Yoda, hold on, cut this out. Yeah, when Yoda does that heart thing and drops his cane in episode three. Right. And because he feels the deaths of Jedi. So it's a big moment. It's emotional. It is a big moment. And Ray and Finn leave and they're going into the, and yo, I, Kylo hunts down Ray and Finn in the woods. And the, this is all beautiful, dark and it's snowy. And beautiful, oh, beautiful scenery here. And then, uh, Kylo chucks Ray into a tree, and then Finn gets the lightsaber, and then Ray is like, er, "Ray, that lightsaber, Kylo. it belongs to me." And then Ray goes, "Fuck!" Finn goes, "Come and get it," and then he goes, "Okay, well, like yeah. I'm tri- really you okay? Yep, okay." So they fight, and then Finn holds his own a little bit, but Kylo is also injured. Remember? Oh my! He keeps hitting his. Yeah, his side where like, oh, he was shot pumped. by Chewie, yeah. And so he's injured, he's slower, his instincts are great. Yeah. We're not done yet. I love I that like how line. He emphasizes I know. Words. We're not done yet. It shows his un- instability. Oh, That's I why him. I love the way he delivers that villain. line. And his face is all sweaty and his hair is all screwed That's up. That's how it should have looked when he took his helmet off. Yeah. <laughs> it took running through the snow and the cold for him to get sweaty. Yeah. Okay. Well, he, he looks unhinged, to be he honest. He is unhinged. He's, He's like, scary, just like we're his not lightsaber. Done yet. Like, and it's so like, oh, Finn what are we wearing for something good here? Gets a couple shots, but Kylo owns him and slices his back. He should be dead. His spine is hanging out. Okay. A little and bit then, graphic for a Star yeah. Wars film. And then Kylo's like, all right, time to summon that lightsaber. And he's holding his hand out, and it moves. And it goes zoop, and it zips past his face. You go, and it's in Ray's hand. And everybody, we just met Ray, but we're like, yeah, yes. And this is her. This is her accepting the mission moment. And we're like, we get a female lightsaber battle finally. The last scene where she held this, she's like, I don't want anything to do with it. This one, she's doing kind of yeah, desperate. I want desperate need to to save Finn to help Finn. She takes this. She reaches her hand out and she gets the lightsaber, which I think is something. She's surprised by it because she's like, "What?" The fuck? We know that Ben is a Skywalker, so that lightsaber. You think it would be more attuned to him and Hima? <laughs> she's him? a lightsaber clone. She was made from a kyber crystal. Hot take. Write that down. Okay, <laughs> we'll remember that for she two days. She is a from lightsaber. Now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I didn't hear that. Sorry, one. yuck. But no. Uh, it's amazing that you could say the force willed it this way, that mm-hmm. it went to her and not him. Mm-hmm. And the force is unleashed, like the video game. Okay. And they're just going And they're in on this, Starkiller base, like yeah, Starkiller the character. Oh. This raw... I think this is my favorite lightsaber battle. And uh, I 
I thought I liked the flippy, jumpy, fancy choreography, but this is so like raw. It's very raw. Slower yeah. Visceral. and Because neither of them are fully, she's not trained at all. So she's just trying to defend herself. The only training she up. has is with her staff, which yeah. she's kind of translating into saber battling. Yeah. And he's just, he's hurt, but he's going and A little she, clumsy. He's owning. And you, I love how you can tell because the hilt of this thing looks heavy. And it would be heavy. And you can tell it's like a long sword that's heavy. And he's like, I gotta, uh, and they can't do flippy spinning But the stuff. only thing, how, the thing about it is that, you know, the fighting is slower. The striking is slower. Almost like the blades do have weight, but they don't. They're weightless blades. Right. But it's they're all the swinging. Hilt. And this is something that's kind of new in Star Wars that yeah. I, I don't know if I like it this that much. It's cool, but yet it's a detraction. Because they are weightless blades, they don't have any weight, but the, yet they're swinging them at, with momentum, you know, like it's almost club-like. It's just the force. It could be. Suspend it could your be. Disbelief. But I do like the mix. There, it's a it's a melding, much like everything in the sequel trilogy that we'll get to throughout the the analysis. It's a melding of original trilogy sa uh, saber fighting, battling, and prequel trilogy, where they're mixing the acrobatic stuff a little bit, like when Kylo does that, like backspin I on love Finn. his where he spins it and spit like his fighting style looks like a medieval it's cool it like is it's cool different than it's anybody cool. else's and i really like it's it. probably a ancient he goes form to one hand a lot and i like that i like that it's different than others that we've seen and hers is she doesn't know yet right so she's just on the defensive blocking stuff and then he gets her on the ropes then he's like you need a teacher something something force and she goes Oh shit! The I forgot about the force. Duh! I really and like she that. She uses it and just owns him. And I love the reflection of the the red and the blue lightsaber reflecting in their eyes. Oh, and that's yeah. all practical. It is a striking Those visual. were actually yeah. lit up. They had they're like, like force the effects LED. lightsabers that you can get for and like, like three hundred bucks. Awesome that they're using these practical lighting techniques because it looks great on the snow on their faces on their everything she slices his face and um when when she is like shoving his lightsaber blade into the snow and it's like crackling oh, going, not like only that but the, and the snow is shooting up like a snowblower yeah. it's awesome i love the line in that in that too you get the red saber going into the yes. ground, the blue saber, and it creates this yes. diagonal line, half yes. red, half blue. I love oh, it. Oh, man, the shot there. It's it great. This movie film is so beautifully shot. It's so good. The cinematography, the light, everything is beautiful. Like, they got it. They nailed this movie, I think. So... I agree. There, she and wins. And you also have a mirror shot of Re Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah, when they're bad, it's, they're going the other way. We got a mirror of the same shot. Mm -hmm. Prequel trilogy, Count Dooku and Anakin in episode three. Yep. Original trilogy, Luke and Vader under the stairs in front of the Emperor. The and tracking this. shots. This film, you have the tracking shot moving. Um, left to right. Left to right, yeah. As the planet's crumbling behind Rey, and yeah. it's him on the offensive at this point. Yes. Whereas it was Luke on the offensive in the other one, yeah. and now it's Anakin on the offensive in this one. In uh, the prequels. See, I get them all jumbled up. Yeah. But it's really cool. I. It's not coincidence i do not no. believe it is a coincidence so he has a cool thing on his face and he's like Ugh. yeah he's got a scar and now. she gets saved by chewy in the falcon and they snoke is like hey poe this thing is crumbling it's going through po, a hologram you mean hux yep i definitely mean hux <laughs> poe poe they blow up the death star or the fuck 
Jeez. <laughs> See, it, it's the another star Death Star. Killer. <laughs> the big, de- the Death Eater Star. The the, the Star Killer <laughs> Base. God damn it. Okay, no. <laughs> they blow it up. Star Killer Base. Yes, the Star Killer Base. <laughs> and then, oh, okay, I'm back. <laughs> Thank you. That was tomorrow. Today. <laughs> Snoke's like, can you please, Hux, can you go get him? Will you get him? But the chick never touched, like, go get him. Pick him up. And we assume We need time to complete his training. Yeah, because clearly. And then Ray and the gang land on the resistance base. Chewie ignores Leia. Come on. They should have hugged. We all Even know that. I'm not going to get into JJ it. JJ knows that's a mistake, and it's one it of his an regrets. Accident. It's one of his regrets. But you know who does hug Leia? Ray, who she's never met. They have a force connectivity. Finn's alive. I felt it. Ray and Leia <laughs> hug for some reason. Girl power. And then we get R2 awakens. And this is the real force awakening. He has the rest of the map. And then... Do you know how we got the rest of the map? Luke? No. Okay, what? The archives. If it's on the archives, it must not be existence. <laughs> what? I don't know. What I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, the, ring theory. No. That librarian. She's like, if it's not in the archives, it doesn't yep. exist. <laughs> if, if, if it's not in the archives, <laughs> somebody erased it from the archive memory. Thank you, Waterboy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mama said that someone, it, it, the, the rest of the map isn't there because it, it was it, deleted from, from the archive. <laughs> Thank hey. you, Adam Sandler okay. in studio. Thank you. Wow! That was my Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. Wow! wow. Okay. He sounds like... Yabba, yabba, yabba. <laughs> Would you like a piece of pie? <laughs> oh, like a piece of pie. <laughs> Portico. Oh, no, <laughs> Millennium Falconica. <laughs> the Force Awakened <laughs> Okay. okay. So, back to the point. R2, yeah, what is the point? What the, are we R2 saying? obtains the plant, the plans. R2 obtains the uh, the rest of the map through the Empire archives. Oh, True. okay. I That's you. in the uh, expanded media. The DLC? Got That's it. That's in the canon. So, Ray is tasked with going to find Luke, and she's climbing the mountain. It's really cool, and they stare at each other while Ray... It, for, Ray extend. I don't know why. Ray extends the <laughs> lightsaber, and she's like, "Uh," and he's like, "Oh,", <laughs> oh and his eye. You no. can tell he's weathered, and this is Luke is turned around, and it's cool, and it should have ended on a close up of him, and it didn't. It's fine. It did. No, it. On oh, the wide I shot, see what you. I, that I, should be an in yeah. intern an, an like... intimate moment of him just going. That okay, you didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, but that would have been kind of weird. Uh, I guess, but it's him intensify, and he's old, and he's just he's defeated, and then he's weathered. You can see in his eyes, and we get shouldn't and but 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 let me say this about the final three scene. butts. Okay, this must be Why serious. Why didn't Leia either also go or just go? I wow, I... Leia, this is the. Leia, go get your brother you haven't seen in years. You turned your son to the dark side, kind of. And then she says, yeah, about that. I'm not going to go, but I have an idea. Luke is great with women he's never met before, so Ray is going to go. Hear me out. Rest of the Resistance, who's Ray? 
She's like, uh, the hot one over there. She. Oh, gotcha. That's probably a good idea. That's a good call on that one. Luke hasn't seen women in forever. That's probably safe. I'll do you one better. Chewie and R2 are going to go too. Huh? <laughs> and there's like, I, yep, you're the, sure. Yes. Yes. That's a good idea. And then she goes, cause she has different hair. <laughs> Maybe they won't recognize me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to force project myself as Ray. Raise a force projection of Leia. Oh, if that's even possible, no. force projecting. But, is that possible? Okay, no, I, that's oh, the movie is it? though. That's is the it? movie. It's only though. been in a, it's the yeah. guidebook of the Jedi, the Jedi yeah. Code, whatever that is. But yes, that was the end of Act Three, and I got some stuff that I've been teasing throughout the whole episode. Yeah. This whole thought about Ray and the feminism. So Ray in this the feminist outrage and the Mary Sue again, like we said, she's had some training. She's had to be self-sufficient, uh, get her, gather her own resources, learn how to take care of herself and survive on Jakku. So I think, so, obviously, some of that translates into her fighting ability. She's, you know, defending herself on Jakku against those thugs. I think something is special about her involving the Force. And we're going to find out on Thursday, a couple days from now, we're oh. going to find out what's the truth behind her parentage because... I don't know, man. If if she can beat uh, Kylo Ren like that without having, you know, I'm all twisted. Can I make a quick prediction? Quick, make a point, and can I'll I get. I'll, I'll gather my thoughts and get into it again. What if this happens? Sorry. Palpatine meets her in Episode Nine, and the first thing he says is, "The Force is strong <laughs> with you." <laughs> a powerful Sith you will become. And she goes, I don't even know what a Sith is. And he What's goes, a Sith? Oh, oh that's right. Um, it's a something, something, something dark side. <laughs> you do that pretty well. Thank you very much. No, but her having this access, this special relationship with the Force, I She's think. She's a Kenobi. De the, it def there's more to the story about She's her. She's a Palpatine. There's more to her relationship with the Force, and that's why she's able to beat Kylo in that way. And not only that, but we said it earlier, Kylo is disheveled. He's hurt. Not himself. He's injured. He just murdered his father, as, long, as far as we know. Allegedly, allegedly. As far as we know. He, he's had this stuff happen to him in the last 10 minutes, and I would be a little out of my mind, too, in that moment. He's an emotional-ass kid. He's emotional. He's not in his element. He's not himself. He again, he's injured, and he he's unstable. He is unstable. Ray is probably tapping into the dark side a little bit in her anger Ooh. against him, and you see that in the Hot shot take. where she's like, where she strikes him down, and he's laying there, and he's like, oh, when he's got the scar, and she's yeah. like, got that like animal like face on her, like, I just didn't make a face, <laughs> but yeah. This relationship with the Force, it's something special. That, that explains her power. There has to be, in the, going into the next movie, there's some stuff that happens in that movie that I think, and in this movie, there has to be an explanation for her strength. Not just her self-sufficient training, but there has to be some sort of mystical, uh, mythical explanation for this power that she has. She can't just be just some rando, no. you know? No, she I'm has not to be, buying that at all. She's either another chosen one or 
she is the next iteration of a chosen one. Anakin was the earlier chosen one. Maybe she's the new chosen one. Who knows? Or maybe Anakin wasn't the chosen one overall and she's the original chosen one. We don't know. Who knows? But there's something about her that makes her special. And that's why she was able to defeat Kylo Ren and why she has such power. She's not an average person. And you can say, I think, you know, Lucasfilm and Disney, I think they are going into the going being more feminist in casting having the main one character be a woman of having and it works a black stormtrooper that's fine that's absolutely fine i don't i think that's that's how the that's where the world is moving you know yep. and Welcome i don't i'm not offended i'm not offended as long as well because you shouldn't be There's as no long as it's not just for the sake of casting a woman in the lead role to for the sake just for the sake of having a woman in the lead role. See, that's the thing that gets me about it. Is I don't I don't want to have it. Well, let's make her a woman because because it's well, 2019 are, or 2015. Very well. And that's true as well. That's true as well. That's a valid point. But I want there to be more substance behind. And I think and that I think they have is. more substance behind it. I'm not I don't mean to accuse them of just casting her to be feminist, no, pro-feminist. But I think I would like there to be more substance in her background of why she has this power, so much power. And I think we're going to get that in the next episode. Well, we're probably going to get it in the next movie, right? Yes, the oh. next movie. The next episode, episode nine. Oh, no, I'm talking about the next one. Oh, you're talking about the we next... we probably get her background in this one, right? You'd think. Yeah, you think. Maybe it's a little more to be desired, but that's in the next episode, Spencer. Don't get... I'm not getting... But also... Ring theory. Here we We're getting go, back guys. into it. Getting into it. A little brief, little reintroduction to it. But you know, in the last few movies, we had the, the original trilogy, original prequel, ring theory. You know, those six films make up a ring, right? Yeah, a circle. A circle. Christian is making a circle with his one, finger. One, two, three, four, five, six, all meeting back, closing the circle, one and six. Now, when these movies came out and before they even came out, I kept wondering, like, how are these films going to fit? I would love if they kept the ring theory going, like if they read about it and knew about it, if they would keep it going. How do these fit? How do they parallel each other? How can I do this in a diagram? And I just recently, and I might, I could, sh I could share my document on the, uh, the Facebook page. Why don't you actually? Yeah, I, if you guys want to see it. Even if I, they don't. Do that. Make that a point right I, after the show post. Yeah, I had a realization. I thought, well, maybe the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy are forming another circle, another like ring. A Venn diagram. Yes, and they connect in the middle like a Venn diagram. A you have Vader a middle diagram. part. Yeah. <laughs> and a sky you'll see, diagram. You'll see more about what I'm trying to talk about when I post the image. Which you but, will, promise them. Yes, I will promise. It's. Just something I drafted up. But anyway, it creates a Venn diagram sort of thing where on one circle is one, two, three, four, five, six. The second circle is a new ring, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. And if you look at that, you'll have episodes three, four, six, and seven should parallel each other. Three, four, six, and seven. Three, four, six, and seven. They're both. They're all on the bottom tier of each circle, and thus they should all mirror each other in certain ways. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. You see this ad nauseum in this film, and this is one of the common critiques. Like you said, it's too much like a New Hope. No, it's not. I didn't say that. You I didn't? never said that. You never did. No, maybe it I just. It is very I, similar, 
But I feel like they thought they had, like, that's fine Well, with you me. never said it, but it's, no, a, it's but a common critique. I'll say real quick. Like, it's, it's a rehash. It's fine with me because why would they try some, like, they have to reel us back into Star Wars and let us I think, okay, it's that. okay. We're in good hands. I'm going to play it safe. And that's fine. Get us, play it safe, make a good movie, and then take some risks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I, that's fine with I me. understand that, but I wish they would have done a little more risk. Sure, sure. I wish they would have done he it. He said I, he's going to nine. He's like, I'm not I know. I anymore. really, I'm really interested to see what he does, but I do feel they went a little too safe. It wasn't as risky as the prequels. The prequels were something new, brand new, never seen it in Star Wars before. Whereas this sequel trilogy is calling back to the, the fond memories of the original trilogy instead of going to New Horizons as much as it should have. Like, they're taking the designs and altering them a little bit, like the Star Destroyers. As you Still would. cool looking, but not as new as the stuff introduced in the prequels, which is what I wish they would have done. But I understand the pressure they were under that Bob Iger talked about in they his book. They had to make a strong impression. Disney just bought them. They wanted to show, hey, we can make a good one. Exactly. Even if it's a remake, they needed we're to prove themselves. And that's something Brandon Pop was saying too when after the movie came out. That, they did. That's the, his belief. And I can understand that. I just wish they would have tried something new. But anyway, back to the original point, the whole mirroring, you see that ad nauseum in the New Hope linkages here. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Death yeah, Star, yeah. Uh, Ray on, on Jakku, Luke on Tatooine, droid, droid with a message, literally trying to get the droid. That's the plot, getting the droid to where it needs to be, the destination. Blowing up the Death Star, preventing uh, that from mentor happening. Mentor dying. Mentor dying, Ben, Sol ben Solo, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Han Solo. You also got the hero's Qui -Gon. journey, Qui Gon as well. Mm -hmm. it, see, it's, it happens. It's you know George gets he. This is a common joke about George, but he said in a feature for episode one, it's like poetry. It rhymes. This yeah. each movie is like a stanza, and they're supposed to rhyme with each other. And this is what you're seeing with this whole ring theory as well. And you're seeing it with the hero's journey as well. You have the the threshold moment with Ray. You got the mentor taking his taking her under her wing with the Han. Leading her into this new world, this new threshold, unwittingly or not, it it it's 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 a new generation of heroes' journey. And I love it. It's a new generation for a new generation of fans. And you know, and I, I think it's so cool when you see uh, like you see posts about that. You see little girls walking around in Ray costumes, yeah, and it's like that's it's a what good thing. that's what our generation used to do. And that's what people dressed did when they were kids when they saw the first Star Wars movies. They dressed up like. Vader, they had chintzy costumes, but they still pretended and had imagination. Like, I want yeah. to be a stormtrooper for Halloween. I want to be a rebel pilot. I want to be Darth Vader. And then you have our generation dressing up as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi or Anakin. And you get little girls having a strong female character. They yes. Now, Leia was. Yes. In the Leia was. But, but you get it. You get what I'm saying. Like, we're in a time where this is bigger now like this we need this more now right thing right and and these little they have this female and she's fighting she's not taking the hand of a guy mm -hmm. she doesn't need his help she helps him and that is just fine with me mm -hmm. because you look even if a little boy wants to dress up as ray honestly i don't care because she represents it's done in, yeah, right independence and right. power and and standing up for yourself and doing the right thing mm-hmm doesn't I don't like yeah. if my son wants to, he's like I want to be Ray. I'm like all right, I'll get you a wig. That's cool. <laughs> like I'll, 
I'll be Leia, dude. I don't care. I've never seen that before. Like a male version of Ray and a male version. I haven't of... either. Well, but you see, again, I don't say that. I don't say that to as... detract from like the female empowerment. No, you know. I mean, girls are always dressing up as dudes. Dudes are dressing up like girls. You can look, guys. You can look up to a female character. And this episode is probably gonna get a lot of eye rolls because I. It seems like I'm overdoing it with the. Po- I'm just trying to get the point across. Right. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I'll I'll slow it down now. <laughs> Tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I uh, love it. the I music, love it. the music leading up into the Jedi steps. That's what the track is called, the Jedi steps and yes. finale. Wow. It's a good. That's one of Joel's favorite this, pieces of music. music. He loves that. I love all that. Uh, just, it's, the ending sequence is great. Even though short of Ray just climbing up the mountain, meeting the legendary, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Luke Skywalker. And we don't know what to think. Neither We're does like, he. He, do, he doesn't know what to say. It's like Anakin says in episode three, I, I don't know what to say. When he's talking to Palpatine. And then anyway, she goes, I know what you're thinking. I couldn't get the hand. I know what you're thinking. I couldn't get the hand. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Had to. I had to. Okay, Spencer, let's get into our final thoughts. So, okay. That- uh, I'll be oh. <laughs> mad if he is revealed to be her dad or something. I don't want that to be the case. The whole Skywalker saga, you'd think it would be her, you know, because yeah. it's surrendered, centered around the Skywalkers. But no, Ben. Ben is the Skywalker of this yeah. trilogy. He's yeah. the Skywalker, not Rey. It'll be interesting to find out who Rey really is and her part in this story because she's smack dab in the middle in that Venn diagram I talked about. It's Anakin, Ben, and Luke. Anakin, Ben, Luke. They're the three main Skywalkers, right? Well, Leia's a yeah. Skywalker, too. Yeah. But she's it, an Ray, Ray's mixed in there in some way, and I want to figure out how that is. She It'll has be connections to his see. lightsaber. It'll be interesting to see that happen. Yeah. Right. The sky, the lightsaber has an affinity towards her, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see this develop. Mm-hmm. And I, that's all, I mean, that's all about it. I mean, I, it was a yeah, good... Yeah, I got a few, it's but a yeah, solid, sure. It's a solid Star Wars film. It's a solid effort. First effort, it's solid. I wish it would have took more risks, but it's a solid first effort. And I really do enjoy it when I have the time to sit and watch it. I'm just going to say it. Beautiful moments. This movie, this Star Wars movie, Force Awakens, is my personal favorite Star Wars movie of all of them. Really? It's my personal favorite. Really? Yes. Okay. I love it. I Everything about it. I think it's shot beautifully. The acting is just superb for a lot of them. These unknown actors, yeah. kind of like the original ones, and they nail it. I mean, All they, of them nail it. Yeah, they've been in other stuff, but not as it, big as Star Wars. It could have failed miserably, introducing these brand new characters that we don't know. They don't have any connection, with the exception of Kylo Ren. And it didn't. They made us care about these new characters, just like the original Star Wars made us care about these people we don't know. I just it I I like it. I like it better than if it were the cookie cutter. Well, the Skywalkers had kids, and it's about their kids. No, new generation, new characters. Well, yeah, it's almost like you wish you didn't have the the fur the fur the fur of the internet. Yeah, uh, the fur and the anger of the internet. The, the instant reactions, it. like yeah. the instant reactions people have. Like they didn't have like back in the day, it was newspaper media and news newscasts. 
Nobody could go online and just say whatever they wanted or be critical, overly critical or critical or whatever you want to call it. But it almost takes away from getting emotionally attached to these characters in a positive way when so many people are expressing it in a negative way. You know what I mean? And I just, like the I whole like, Mary Sue stuff and like, oh, well, stupid. she's just a copycat, blah, blah. And like, we, I don't know how I feel about the characters. I love them. Yet, I, 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 I do enjoy them. Can't wait to see how their story concludes. One of them is going to die. I think. I feel. That if you want to say the most unique thing that this trilogy has started off with doing is having this cast the way it is. They're all having great. it having it be a brand new set of people not related or I mean Ben Solo is related to Skywalker yeah but the main main characters well Ben Solo is the main character anyway blah 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 they're all new individuals they're not related to what happened before really as far as we know as far as we know but yeah the other stuff is derivative the character development the characters introduced you know the diversity I love it's it. new. It's unique. It's new, and I like it. And I like Kylo Ren as a villain because he's not your just. I'm a big bad. He's conflicted. He's great because of his imperfections and his inner conflicts. That makes him more dangerous because that means he's going to be more impulsive, and you don't know what he's going to do. And he's not. Right. He's he's not predictable. Okay, is he going to be light or dark? Okay, dark. But like, and you just don't know what he's gonna do. He's what Anakin should have been. Vader, you knew what he was gonna do. He was a bad guy, a great villain. I'm not. Don't well, don't read. I'm not taking away, but just Kylo is so much more dangerous in the sense that you don't know what he's gonna do. He's you don't know how to count. I mean, he's you saw him, like I said, cut up that uh, console yeah. in front of the yeah. guy, and it's just brilliant. And like, I do the, like that. I agree with you totally on that. And he's he's insecure because he has the crossbar and I think that reflects that because he's like it's a little extra protection not only the crossbar too but just the the, general, unsta- the instability of the the, yeah. the it's saber like rushed, itself yeah he almost rushed to build it or something and just everything I love everything about it, about the movie I all this stuff I wrote I'm not going to read it all because it um, it it's the same thing I've said all through the thing but just it this movie paved the way with so many questions that we hopefully will get an answer to in the third one but it got us back into it with yes. a high quality it's so cool to be so story and we're back we're back it's so cool to be invested in star wars again i'm you know there's a big drought other than the clone wars which right is fantastic. and the old characters weren't overused no i mean han was the main character really if you want and this was the first one a lot Harrison of people Ford wanted them to be build. used more to be honest I think they were used perfectly, especially Luke, because everybody's like, oh, we're going to get Luke. Luke. We're going to get him at But the not end. in the way you expect. And at first I was like, oh. But then I was like, okay, I can dig that, because then it gives us something to look forward to. I love that. Do you have anything more? Uh, no, that was my last thing. Right. I loved it. Solid. I enjoyed Can't it. Can't wait to see what they do with the next one, and hopefully and it the won't one be after the that. last. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it won't be the last. Yep. And uh, I think that's we that that about wraps it up. That does. Thank that, you all. Thank you for guys for staying awakened <laughs> and uh, and listening to us. It's it's been this one's been fun. I uh, can't wait until uh, obviously rise, which is what we're all two days away. Up we're to excited. And, 
And uh, I'll I'll pass it over see. to Christian to uh, to uh, play us to out. To play us out. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. I'm parroting what he just said, but thanks for listening. This has been yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast, the Force Awakens edition. Stay with us. And you can stay with us by following us on Podbean. Keep listening to us on Podbean. If you're doing that through the app or through the website, you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and our YouTube channel, through our YouTube channel. That's right. And if you want to get a little bit more personal with it, you can email the show at sequelmen19 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sequelmenthepodcast or on Twitter at sequelmen19. The S and the M are capitalized. Send us a message. Give us a review on whatever listening platform you have that allows reviews. We prefer five stars, but be honest. But the five stars get us noticed. Send us an email, a message right on our wall. Send us a tweet. Tag us in a post on Instagram. Send us a message on Instagram. If you have some really good stuff to say in an email, I'll read it on the show and give you a little shout out. And that goes for all those platforms. A five-star review. We'll read one of those, too. It's great. We, we want them. We love them. We love you guys. And we, we're just really appreciative that yeah. you're, you're sticking around. Yeah, we want to grow our audience. We yes. want to grow our audience. Please. We hope We hope that you enjoy listening. And Spencer, I can't wait. We can't wait for the next one. That's right, because here at Sequel Men, the podcast, every film is created sequel. Take care. A pilot, a great old pilot. Ray, a merry freaking Sue. Finn, a name he got from Poe. <laughs> Phasma is a tool. <laughs> <laughs>